Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I didn't know you was dropping something today. We're not stopping. I told you. I, I didn't was... know you dropped something today. I'm trying to work so hard when man goes, you know what? I rate Poet. No matter what, he's always going to work. No, I hear that. We I hear that. And I remember, like, what was it? Last year, he was kind of saying that you weren't. You felt like you never got to it, really. I didn't get to nothing last year. So you start the way you mean to go on. We've dropped twice already. Music video, party. We're dropping again next month. There's no games. Lost and found, yeah? Come on, this is all the music that's been on social medias, that's been on yeah. like Twitters and YouTube and SoundCloud. Let's put it on the streaming platform. I hear that. Let's let people get it. Let them have it. Money. Let them have it. Let them have it. We want some money. You have that. Feels right. What was we listening to earlier? <laughs> where was we? Oh, you know I love me some air, but I think where was we? We was around here, weren't we? Yeah, we was here earlier. We was here. You Jamie? Yeah, man. Paris is crazy. Yeah, you love Paris. Paris. Come lay on my mattress. They ain't acting. V boss. I was um, was with Jamie yesterday, actually, as well. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know I missed that guy? He's cooking. He's cooking up some stuff. Not for not for any particular reason. You got a charger in here? Yeah. I genuinely didn't bring mine because I thought it must have one. Huh? Do you want it next to you? Next to me? No, 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 I don't need it. I had to need the microphone. So you were with Jamie yesterday? Yeah, he's just cooking up some stuff at the moment still. Just he likes doing that and for no reason. Yeah. I think it, all it is, I think he's just trying to figure out, like, yeah, what he wants to do with it. But right now, I think he's just in the space of recording because he just enjoys doing it. More than anything, do you get what I'm saying? That's like he went, place. he went for a stage where he was just making rhythms. Yeah, that's all he did, just like rhythm after rhythm after rhythm after rhythm, just making, just banging out rhythms. But now he seems like he's just, you know, like he's just vocaling now. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you know what it is? I advise everyone knows anyway. If you're a vocalist, yeah, even if you're doing off season, even people in off season still train. You have yeah. to go and do what you're doing because you never know. Yeah, someone might say to you, "Yo, I got a verse you want to do." You hear the whole thing. But sometimes when you ain't spat in time, you're cold, Chucky. Yeah, yeah, no, So I you have that. to keep spitting just so yeah, you yeah. can act it. Like, J. Cole, I feel like he never stops rapping. 
I feel like J. Cole, even in off-season, is just doing it for fun. Yeah. So when someone like 21 Savage goes, I've got a rhythm for you, and you hear how that story went down, he's ready. Right. Ready, ready. So, um, yeah, and man. Some, some have to just be, like, super tapped in. I remember, I can't, what was it? Gets told me this in a conversation that we went that film with JD and he was like, you know what? Like, Kano needs to tap in. And if he's not tapped in, he just can't do it. Regardless of who it's for, yeah. he's just not, that's just not the space that he's in right now. Yeah. But catch me at the time when I'm in Ooh. and you'll get all of the smoke. Whatever it is you want. Do you get what I'm saying? I hear it. That's Pep as well. Is it, yeah? Yeah. And it's funny, even down to like that song you're playing, like those, I love them times because on that Paris song you lot were speaking about, yeah. it starts off with just me and Scribs. But because we're at a time where it's early, Bare people are jumping on it, whether they're cold, they're hot, they don't care because yeah. they're just excited. Maya Jammer's at the end speaking. Yeah, yeah, I saw her, yeah. Like, yeah, you've yeah, got Cash in there, like, there was best, so I, I really appreciate them times, but I think it's like when it becomes a, wait a minute, I can make money out of this and it's serious. Yeah. It changes the dynamic Hunting. in your mind and then it's like, which is good. I think it's good that you take it more serious, but it's a very interesting perspective because Airbond didn't even come to the video shoot for um, Better Than and it's because she's going through a transition in becoming and making a different sonical experience. She doesn't even know what that looks like. Right. So she's like, I don't even want to be in a video until then. So I find all of the places the mind can go at when you talk about Kano, I find them so interesting from... That is super interesting to me. Yes, Because that, like, obviously that's someone taking their, their craft seriously, but also trying to tap into an, an, an emotion that they can't articulate yet. Do you get what I'm saying? But they're going to figure it out though and it's going to come out in the music. It's going to come out in the art. That's the bit that yeah. I like. And Vibba, like sometimes people like, not even just Vibba, I reckon most people are super sensitive sometimes when somebody doesn't want to be involved. I fully get it in terms of the transitions to reinventing yourself and not sure, not sure how you want to express yourself or how you want to even look visually. Mm. I fully get that journey. Mm. But it's so funny, like when Etta Bond said that, yo, she didn't want to come to the video shoot. The first thought, I was like, oh my God, why? I wonder if we've done something. And then I went through a process in my mind. I was like, no, I actually understand, understand fully. And when you say it to other, other people, it's funny how like, if you're not the individual that has to do it for a profession, you take offense to it. Like, oh, she don't rate you. I'm like, it's, not, it's nothing to do. Like, nothing it's actually to do nothing to do with that. So, um, yeah, I find it interesting. Honorable shout out to her. Um, Blade Blade Vision was at the studio as well. And I, you know, I rate him as well. It's cold. I think he's a, a cold because he's a producer and a, a barist as well, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And like he was almost saying the same thing, just lightly, fun, like funny enough, because he was just making bare rhythms. He stopped making bare rhythms, and he's in vocal period now. He's just vocal and just bare things and whatnot. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you, bro. Yeah, I am not a, I'm not a rapper and I'm not a producer. I love music and I love seeing the process, bro. That's I really big. enjoy that. And I know for a lot of people, it's boring because mm. you know what? You come in there, someone might be writing the lyric or whatever. And for some, pe some people, it might take time. And you're hearing the same beat getting played over and over and over again. And before somebody goes and vocals, it could be a long time before someone vocals. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. For me, I still enjoy watching that. No. I enjoy seeing the person in the boot, like in the studio, either with their phone out or no phone or whatever, and they're just walking around, walking around, walking around, you and loop, 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 loop. Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. It's and then they so go bad. in there and then they just and then they just do it. Or even a bit of like the producer cooking up the beat and that. Because sometimes I'm like, I'll hear a producer cooking up the rhythm now. And then like for me, I'm like, right, the rhythm sounds like sounds where it's supposed to be. 
But then they just put in more on it. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting to find out the place where they stop. Yeah. Now, where do you stop cooking? At what point do you stop cooking? But then also, there's the other bit as well, yeah, where you see like the producer and the vocalist, like Angel. I've seen Angel so many times be in the studio, smoking a spliff. He will not be doing nothing for time. He'll just be sitting there, smoking or whatnot, uh, just talking, almost meditating. Then he'll just go to the keys and he'll just be playing around on the keys. And then you can see that he's, he's like, he stops at one bit and you can see, oh, he's got something now. Yeah. And then before you know it now, he records that bit. And then now you know, don't even chat to him. Just leave him. Leave him That's alone. TJ. Leave him That's alone. That's TJ. He's, he's now creating. Then you start seeing him creating the rhythm or whatnot. Then the rhythm just gets played for time. He'll just be sitting there smoking, nodding his head or whatnot. Next minute now, takes the microphone. He just starts laying down the hook. <coughs> Bro, that shit is fucking... Like, that skill is just sick to see for me. I like when, like... So, like, there's three artists that we've worked with at Fubar. There's obviously loads of people that have crazy... But I'm not even going to narrow it down to three artists. I'm just going to give you some experiences from some artists that I find very incredible. So, when me and TJ create, we always try to create a compromise when it comes to Vibber. So, you will make a loop. And then I will try and think of a vocal that's inclusive rather than centering it around to me me too much unless that's what the song needs. Okay. So you'll make a vocal that will make people go, go on, Paul, you're gliding or you're, you get me. And then once you've got them there and the beats are marriage, you hear, what, is there any space or? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had um, one tune that's going to come off our collaboration state that we're bringing out later on this year. Scorcher comes in the studio. And I'm like, hey, play that, play that rhythm, play that rhythm. I'm like, this is one rhythm I want to like to play Scorcher. Scorcher's there for one minute. He just starts borrowing. Oh, fucking hell. Koji Radical, I said, Koji, come to the studio. He pulled Koji's up. sitting on the sofa. It's the second track of our second project. Um, you should be here. Um, Boo Boo. Yeah. Koji's just sitting down. I'm like, yeah, Koji, this is the song. I'm looking at this guy like, what is he doing? He's like, yeah, go ahead. And it's all, it's all seamless. It's like he's, brother, these are an incredible vocalist, man. Gets. Forget that. He's coming in calm, like, you're right. Goes in the booth. Flawlessly. Of course, it's me. Everything yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the order. In me. I'm like, whoa, what's... So, like, I really... The way you look to Angel, I find it so interesting how these people just morph yeah. when the music's on. They're just so cool. The music comes on and they just morph. A2's really good as well. Yeah, A2's really good. Keeps himself to himself. Just see him on his phone. And then... And all of a sudden, bam. Brother, when he's in the booth, he's even... Because, like, when you vocal... You got to think about your cadence. You got to figure out like how you're saying certain things. Yeah. How can you emphasize certain things? And I always find it mad interesting that people like Scorcher, Scorcher, Koji gets an A2 out uh, of the people I've worked with get the cadence so quickly. Like they really mean what they're saying. Yeah. So they know exactly how to lay right. down the vocal. They know exactly where their voices should be optical and like how it should sound. Brother, it's just ridiculous to me. Get gets has probably got for a 16 bar. He's probably got seven different ways he could lay it. Oh, right, right, right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is mad. Yeah, he said that in that same conversation. He said that as well. That's mad to like, me. He can say it in so many different ways. It's like you're figuring out that, that way of saying it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. bro. Sorry, yeah, man, but I just... That's nah, fucking sick. Shout out Vibber, though. Lost and Found out now, man. The videos for most of the songs are out. The most, you know, the vocal track, the focus track, sorry, Jamie and uh, Vibber, I like that. Yeah, man. While we're good. here, while we're on music here, yeah, I just noticed this just before you came, yeah? yeah. 
So you know one of my favourite artists from for a minute now is Nux. Mm-hmm. Nux is currently in Australia. Mm-hmm. Take my look at this. I know. This is in Australia, blood. Mm-hmm. Nuts. It don't surprise me. Shout out my bridge in... Um... Brother, do you know how fucking sick that is? You should see me done to Paris. <laughs> oh, serious? You should see me done to Paris. It comes on, nonchalant, tracksuit. The crowd is very bougie. Oh, we're just too nice. It's preppy fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nuts comes on on some rude boy thing and tears down the show. And he tears it down so much. If he was affected by the crowd for the first 30 seconds, he flops. Okay. He's moving like the crowd are going mad from day dot. Right. So because of that confidence, well, you, know, you might get a yeah, little yeah, two-step. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to right. get a little two-step. Like, I was proper rating Nux's performance, man. It was good. So Australia don't surprise me. Not quite Central Sea, but it don't surprise me. Yeah, no, I hear that. Because <laughs> New Zealand is still further. And I'm here, I hear that. I That's mean... ridiculous, Nux, man. I'm joking with you. That's just absolutely ridiculous. And when you take a look at, uh, take into consideration the sonical experience he gives... Look at that. For it to stretch that far down under. Look at that. That's mad, bro. Nux, you know. Nux, bro. I, like, R.I.P. Energy, man. I'm telling you, Energy foresaw all of this, man. Do you know why I love that? Is because, like, all right, the game's changed a lot, yeah? But rappers like him, you just almost feel like, maybe it's my own conditioning and from what I've seen in it, but it's like, you just don't usually see this happen for rappers like him. That's what I said. His sonical experience. This is mad. You know what? He's opening a brand new door. Yes. Or maybe it was open, but it was just a jar. He's just gone. Oh, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was open. It was cracking. Yeah, you get what little I'm Sims opened that door. Right, today. exactly. Sims opened that door and she left it open for a while. But maybe from a male perspective, because a female rapper can get away with That's that sonical experience a little bit more because it's a bit more you would say, quote-unquote, soft. It's not as... You get me? Mm. It's a bit more aggressive. That aggressive sonical experience from a man is more universally understood. So, not doing that from the UK? Yeah, it's kind of sick, actually. That's a I, sick point. Because, obviously, like... Um, Sims being a woman as well, like, cracking open that door and obviously doing what she's... And then that door's been open for a minute. It's been open for a minute, but it's like, now you're starting to see someone else come through and really like penetrate and not to say that she isn't because obviously she's doing that 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 too but it's like she needs it's help. taking a minute it's taking a minute she needs help she can't do it all by herself of course not she's got loads going on she's act she's acting she's doing all kinds of things and also i think it's got a lot to do with the type of person she is too i think she i think she probably leans a lot more to the kano side of style in regards to like tapping in you yeah. know what i'm saying like she's if she's away from it, she's away living so that when she's ready to tap in, she can just say everything that she needs to say. Then when she's gone, she can go and act for a little while. When she doesn't want to, when she don't want to do that, she'll be in the hills somewhere. She's referenced, referenced it bare times in her music, just being in the hills, being away, just experiencing life and whatnot, tapped out, come back when she's ready again, tapping back in. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's her thing. But, She's too good, that's why. When you're that level, it's with Getz, I always say it. When he's that level, his mediocre song is better than half the music out. Yeah. But that's still not good enough for him. Yeah, if Messi yeah. scores one against Real Betis, we go, okay. Messi, you're unfortunately going to get a hat-trick against them guys because of the level and where we see you, you've got to exceed yourself and yourself is really, really high. So that's why I kind of credit people like Little Sims even more. 
because they're not making a sound which is based upon a popular sound. They're not making a sound which is based upon something that people can relate to straight away. They're creating a real... It's a Van Gogh thing, fam. Like, it's mad art. They're so, creating music that they genuinely just fuck with, they like, and that they just want to listen to. And I like that. Yeah, 100%. I like that. And it's I, so always, unique, I always yeah. gravitate to that. Mm. Because... I'm not mad at the playing the game thing or whatever or the popular the popular ear stuff or whatever. It's great. Like I've, I love the fact that so many rappers and whatnot and artists are just making money from... And not even It's not even just them. It's also the people around them that are being able to benefit from it too. Their friends are their tour managers. They've got their friends around them that they're employing and that, that are on really good wages. I love that. And they're out of the hood. They're changing everyone's life. Changing I mean, everyone. It's not just their lives that's getting changed, you know. It's bare... Everyone. And you know, oh, around actually... Them. Oh, right, I'm gonna to get to that point afterwards here, yeah. but um, but what I I always gravitate to the person who just keeps their head down and just does their thing regardless of the climate, yeah. That and that's uh, like I said, I sense that with Sims, I sense that with Nux and whatnot, and I love to see what's happening from it. But quickly, just going back, just my mind just went here, yeah. Mm. One of the reasons why this is so sick, so you see artists, because this is a really serious thing. When you, <laughs> what is that? Jelly babies. Jelly babies. But not the Rock and Harry Ball ones. Shout my, out hey, my mind Maynard went down a mad rabbit hole, by the way. I'm about, I'm about to go down a Go, go, one. go. Let's go. Wait, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Those are cold. No, nah, I'm all right for now, I'm all right for now. For now, we said, for now, for now. now. I'm all right for now. Now, nah, yeah, I'll call for them when I'm ready. But, all right, so, boom. Why it's sick that you're seeing this happening for rappers or whatever, yeah, is because, as I said to you before, you're having... Um, they're employing their friends. They're they're changing their friends' lives, their families' lives, people around them, whatever. Who, who's close to them, yeah? And they are. Some of the rappers are making crazy amount, or not even just rappers, artists are making a crazy amount of money, yeah. Which then f- trickles down into their team. Their team then are are able to be away from the hood, so to speak, and make an actual wage in in supporting their brethren and being in and around that. Now, the ripple effect on that is the positive one is that not only does the artist manage to buy especially the artist that comes from a certain environment. I'm talking about them, by the way. I'm not talking about someone who comes from privilege. I'm talking about someone who comes from a certain environment, yeah? They get to do what most of their parents were not able to do, buy a house. Yes. And not only do they get to do that, but the person that they get to put on the wage Mm -hmm. gets to do that also, purely because a lot of the time, the, the, the artist or the artist or the team, this is all going through a business. So now... I, let's just say, for example, you're going through the roof and I'm your best friend, I'm with you all the time, whatever, you employ me now, yeah? Mm-hmm. You're paying me through your business. Now, guess what? I can now show the mortgage people them that I can afford a house too because yeah. ultimately, ultimately I'm employed by this business who is my friend, who's an artist, who has a career ahead of them, who's making a lot of money, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, this is where we go down the rabbit hole. Okay. Where it changes more lives, yeah, is that, I was thinking about this a lot. Let's look at inheritance. Because we came from a certain environment, yeah, and our parents were going through what they were going through at the time, some of them weren't able to buy a house. Some of them weren't able to, um, didn't understand the game. They didn't understand credit. They didn't understand how to, like, you know, they just didn't... It it wasn't their thing. They didn't understand Before their time. So it was difficult for them to even pass that on. If anything, what they would do is they'd pass on um, information like debt is bad or don't get a credit card because credit card is terrible. Which they're is fresh not a, to this country, so the the, the the regime within this country they're alien to, so they can't really pass it on until they've been here long enough to understand it. So right. I I get that. So 
one of the reasons why you find that certain people, especially from privilege, end up be becoming or putting themselves in in decent positions, even if they still might be going through it from a, a, a society point of view, a lot of people still get inheritance, which we weren't able to get. Now, by these lot, not just artists actually, but by people that are in creative and, and artistic fields that actually go through that, go through that, go through the roof, and they're employing their friends or whatever, and now everyone's able to buy a yard. See, when they have kids, what can they do? Inheritance. Inheritance builds a level of um, sustainability and stability amongst community. Do you get what I'm saying? Unless it you have helps to so much. It does, apart from inheritance tax, which is quite oh, yeah. bad. I know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. percent in it. Yeah. But, which is nuts still. I mean, that's, I mean, all of that can, over periods of time, that can change. And also, I'm not telling, I'm not telling people to do this. But, you know, there's ways around. My brother, you got to find, of course. Things. But you know what? Like, I think in the long term, in the long, long term, you will start to see, like, the positive effects of not just a person on stage changing people's lives. You'll actually be able to see, like, people be the gen generational wealth. Generational mm. wealth. And I love that. That's what I love. You get what I'm saying? One thing I think, well, it's funny that you touched upon, because inheritance and... You can inherit other things apart from money, right? Of course. Absolutely. So when you inherit struggle, it sometimes shifts in certain people to give them ambition. Yeah, yeah. So I know a lot of people from our hood are very ambitious. The only problem is we haven't learned the knowledge of how to sustain. Whereas a lot of people that I've met at the top, they're ambitious to an extent, but yeah. they have sustainability. So whatever they manage to achieve, they can sustain it for a long period of time because they have money management skills or yeah. whatever those other things are. Because their parents have been in this country long enough to understand the regime Facts. here so they can pass that on. Why are it the rappers and so on and so forth that create that themselves is because we're just from a place where we're going to be ambitious. Not all of us. Some of us work from a place where they have sustainability and their parents, they knew what to do. And But personally speaking, and a lot of my friends, we're all from poverty. Mm. Proper poverty. Yeah. So what we learned was we don't want to be in this. So we do everything to come out of it, but sometimes don't know how to sustain it. So we end up falling back in it. Not oh, in all true. cases, but just in some cases, do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's, I mean, at some point, that's probably going to be a talking point as well, you know? being able to sustain, because you're so right. Do you know how much people are actually gonna, they're gonna make enough to have done so much with the money that they made and with the the, the opportunity that they had and uh, the influence that they had. Mm. But some of them are actually gonna just throw it down the drain. 100%. And, and not everyone at the end of it is actually gonna be sitting comfortable, but that those hopefully at a point will be a talking point for the next, the next gen that can help them because that's got to be the hardest bit. You see, when you actually don't have, when you don't have it, yeah, mm -hmm. and then you start to get it, you do go through a period where you feel, and I, I've been guilty of this too, you know, by the way. Safe. You see, when the, the, when the money comes in and that, like, it just feels like it's always coming in. For so all you of a sudden, what? you're in LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah, exactly. But, but, look, there's the fine balance of, like, having, what is it? like Fun fun and creating memories because ultimately memories are a lot stronger than money oh yeah yeah, yeah a lot oh, stronger yeah. than money and i find i find it sick when i meet a person yeah who's lived a long life and they just like they're sitting there and they're just giving you just telling you all of their memories like shit that they did like whether it be fucking experiences traveling experiences or even just like environmental experiences, whatever the fuck it is. Like, I like that more. I'm more impressed by that more than just so the money. But also at the end of it, you do want to be as comfortable as possible. So 
we, I think we as people have got to find that fine line of what that actually looks like. And I don't mm. think that we're there yet. Not quite, because I don't think there's enough examples yeah. of individuals that can that can show you. And one thing that kind of happened, I think, not so much now, because now, you, like you said, you have uh, stories of individuals that we know in this country. I think some of the early examples was ludicrous when he made like his brethren, his chef, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then... But, um, sorry, where was I going with this? My head's gone. Um... I was just saying, because you said there's not, an ex- a, not, not a lot of There we go. There's not enough examples, in it? The more examples that become present, then we'll have more blueprints. And I just think that's all we need. Just a couple more blueprints. Yeah. Of, and variety as well. We don't just need the hood rapper uh, Right. We need the Nux blueprint. Yes. We need the Little Sims blueprint. And the more blueprints that are available in the hood, you can just go, well, I want to be this type of artist, or I want to be this. Let's take a look at the various examples that we have in and around us. And we don't have to copy them, but we can take similar steps because it's not going to be too dissimilar what you need to do mm. in order for you to take on that level of success. So I'm happy. Yeah. It's nice. And relatability just counts for so much. Ooh. If someone else just tells me about it, cool, that's nice. But when I relate to somebody, it just... It just sits nicer. What I think, what I want to say as well to people that are listening to this podcast and this conversation, which I think is sick. One thing that happens, and Chucky's done it when he done the podcast and he phoned me up. He foresaw something that was going to happen, and when you foresee something that's going to happen, that's not quite prominent. You could give up really early, but there's that picture that goes around in the meme of the guy going through the tunnel and he's Favorite. so close to the gold and he turns around yeah. whilst the other person keeps going, and it's like. If me and Chucky stop one year into doing podcasts because we don't feel there's not a reaction, then all of a sudden we're not in the space we're in today. Right. So sometimes you've got to sustain it, even without the knowledge of sustainability. It has to be the ambition that pulls you through because yeah. we're sustaining something with little knowledge. So eventually it could run out. But what happens? Competition. I want to make a podcast. I want to make a podcast. Uh, once you have competition within a field, yeah. you can always make money 100%. because there's an industry there. So... Don't give up until there's an industry, people, I would say as well, when with ambition. Ain't it interesting that people get put off by competition and then as soon as there's competition, they don't want to take part anymore? That's, I think that's, that's <laughs> fake, it's crazy. Without competition, there's no money. Hey, sometimes, it's as no soon money. as there's someone else, they don't want to do it now. That's you know? it. I, I know you're right. You're so, it's fear though, man. That's a, like, God forgive me for saying this word. I'm trying to stop swearing, but that is a pussy mentality. Oh, like, you, know? you throw competition my way, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, bro. Sometimes people just want to be in the field on their own. But you know why, though? I think people like that never look inwards. They always look outwards. So they're only used to try and outdo other people. The person you need to outdo is yourself. Right, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. could outdo everyone, but that's just really, really easy for you. If I'm a millionaire amongst middle-class individuals, I can outdo them financially all the time. Yeah. Let me go chill with Jay-Z. Oh, we have a problem. Let me see your ambition then. Yeah, yeah. Let exactly. me see your ambition. You can't outdo Jay-Z. Can you ever outdo Jay-Z? Because Drake didn't give up. Right. Drake didn't right, give up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Drake, he's not owned by Warner no more. He just has OVO sound. Drake didn't give up. So I just like looking at various examples of people that, because no one was challenging Hove. Now someone's challenging Hove. Yeah. I didn't think it was possible. Let your ambition be your drive, man. Yeah, that yeah. be your sustainability. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do you know what is, that's, I think, oh, that's sick as well because you know, when when Drake actually started to make noise, you started to see that Jay was like looking at that a bit. Like, he was oh, a what? bit. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. It's not always gonna be me. Like, it might, it might not always be me. It might not always be me, but I'm gonna still be here though. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna still be here. Yeah. And you can kind of, I think like, you could even hear the competitive nature when they was on the rhythms together. The pound cake tune. Yeah. When my man's trying to kick game to him. Was it pound cake was kicking game to him? Yeah. Or the one before? It was, uh, there was the one before. It was the one before. It was on the first album. 
I'm gonna go to. What's the right name of the song again? How that can was I one forget? of my favorite. Pound cake. I can't lie. Jay Jay Z just dropped. Cake, 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 cake. It wasn't that song. It was the one. No, it before. wasn't that one. It was the one. Drake, before, here definitely. they come at you. He goes, Drake, here's, the, here's how they're going to come at you. Top down and a winner. That's what winners do. I think it was. Um, Jigger, was man. Jigger, man. More better. Light up. Light up. This has got to come out, though. Because they'll, they'll think it. It's Drake. You know what the killer is, yeah? Drake actually goes in. Wait, what's it? Then Jay Z says. Ow. Ow. Uh, I'm the man of the. Don't even ask me how. What's crispy? Tommy's talk. I don't do too much jogging. That's a boss. Here's how they go come at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Can I say though? He was doing a madness on that. I could be wrong because I, mis- I could have misinterpreted it. But did Jay Z slightly do some of the things that he told Drake was going to happen to him? Here's how they're going to come at you with silly rap, uh, rap feuds. He didn't with silly rap feuds. He didn't necessarily yeah, ever yeah, send for Drake, but he has had little. Here's how they're going to come at you. Yeah, well, and there was that. Well, there was two. that Pusha T, and 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 there Lee. was. But I feel and like then there was more others. There was others who was trying to take Diddy. a dig here and there and whatnot. Diddy was mad. Oh yeah, Diddy. But the way Drake killed him in 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Yeah, he did Tiger <laughs> as well. Remember Tiger? And he he made a shot at Tiger. He said, "Stop." He goes, "Act your age, not your girl's age." Do you know how fucking rude that is? <laughs> These times, that's when he was going out with Kylie one of the Jenna. Jenners, isn't it? She was like 18 at the time or something like that. So young food. She got out of everyone, though. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, my music's just interesting. It's funny. That's how sick music is. Man spoke about Vibba and the creative process in... We were talking about Nux. And yeah. now we're here at Jay-Z and Drake. Right, this exactly. is sensational. Went into some generational wealth and whatnot. All right, mm. listen, anyway, it's about to get real serious. Before it gets there, when Natty knocks that door, text is the phone. Just read the text if he's upstairs, just... Because he might knock 24. Nine. Yeah, he's the chef. He's really excited. The chef? Remember the guy I told you? Dan. He's called... Dan. Fam, I'll put... No, I won't. I won't. Who? Oh, I'm telling you, I said hello! Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, do, he's recording something still. So he did tell he me. should have come in. Sorry, um, as you were, get serious, my brother. Yeah, it's about to get serious today. Um, okay, where should we start? Let's start. I'm I'm curious to find out your opinion on the Mason Greenwood thing and what happens going forward. So, wow. okay, we've already had a conversation about, and it's there. If you've been, you lot will know. You lot, of, some of you lot have been here for a minute. We've already had a conversation about that, mm. but. The charges were dropped, yeah. yeah, in that situation. 
What do you think happens to Mason Greenwood in regards to like his career now? It's do I need to give more context for people who have not been there before? So who do, those who don't know, there's a young player for Manchester United called Mason Greenwood. Um, polarised since I would say 2020, 2019. He had like Nike campaigns with Skepta making him a boot. Um, he was on the trajectory, scoring great goals. He was doing extremely well until the girl he was seeing at the time uh, put forward some content she had put on social media and voice notes which showed quite disturbing graphic images of her and a bloody face and some really disturbing voice notes of what seemed, I'll say allegedly, which looks like Mason Greenwood forcing sex upon someone who didn't want to have sex. Yeah. So that's... Uh, and then obviously he got arrested. Uh, it all came out during COVID, so things were quite static. So people gathered evidence quite quickly, I would imagine. And he was prisoned for three weeks. Yeah. Um, he's come out and he's been on trial ever since. And then recently they've just dropped. Well, they, 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 I mean, from from the talk from before was that she didn't want to press the charges in the yeah, first Yeah, from day place. one. Yeah. I, we were she talking about it. The parents didn't want to press yeah. charges, nothing like that. Okay. So the charges have been dropped, yeah? Yeah. People have heard the audio and whatever and come to their own conclusions or whatnot, yeah? What happens now? Because I asked this question purely because, yeah? And you may, you may be better at speaking about this than me, but in my mind, I'm like, all right, so the charges are dropped. That means he's employed by a company, yeah? Ultimately, he's employed by a company, right? Now... In, usually in company policy, even though we understand that football is a bit different and works a little bit different, yeah? If you are... If your company are unfairly treating you, unfairly treating you, that gives the, the employee grounds to potentially sue the company on unfair dismissal, if anything, right? Which I'm essentially saying that here is that, like, if he's training, if he's actually training and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but he's not being played for any reason. Remember, the charges have been dropped. So it means that like you're supposed to, what is it? You're innocent until proven guilty. What happens then? <coughs> it's an interesting one. We had a long conversation about it this morning, um, Chucks. And um, this is where I think I always struggle at work. This is where I struggle at work. Um, we spoke. I spoke. I'll get to exactly what I'm speaking about because it seems like I'm going all the way around. But the other day, I had a conversation with Troy Dini on Troy Dini's podcast. Honorable shout out to Troy Dini. Bring him here, please, as well. No problem, hundred percent. And we spoke about a village mentality and a capitalist side mentality. And I said a lot of people with village mentalities live outside of big cities. Now, a capitalist society is to capitalize on whoever is what you consider the enemy maybe competition so you can progress up the ladder of what have you. And the village mentality is, Chucky, if you're the man that cuts hair, you're going to cut all the hair. And if you're the man that films, you're going to film everything and we're all going to work together to progress as a collective unit. Mm. Now, where am I going with this? In the village mentality, the reasons why I love it is because you take your principles with you from home to work because you have to work together. In a capitalist mentality, it's about outdoing the other person. So sometimes you can be a bit of a cunt. Let's get to the top. 
this is one of them examples to me. This is the capitalist mentality where a wrong end's happened. And I understand it is such an extreme wrong end. Do you even bounce back from that? You can take a look at the story from Chad Evans, mm-hmm. um, Sheffield United striker, who was he, did he, was charges dropped of him as well? After he was in prison. He went to prison for it. Oh, he went, he, to prison. he went to prison. He went to prison for, for rape. He was, in prison. he was in prison for rape. He's come out and he's played for, again for Sheffield United and a couple. Oh of, yeah. And there was a woman, uh, a swimmer or an athlete. I can't remember her name, but she asked for her name to be taken off the stadium and so on and so forth because she didn't think it was right for Chad Evans. Uh, Dane Might be her. I'm not sure. But yeah, she asked for her name to be taken off the situation because she didn't want a rapist to play for the club. All right, cool. Where am I going with all of this? Mason Greenwood, to me, is part of a situation which is capitalist. If you listen to them voice notes and you see everything, I'm not the black man that's going to start listening to the law just because of this case. I'm sorry, my brother. We've had too many examples just over COVID (laughs) itself where we shouldn't really be listening to the law. So we can make a fair assessment as adults. Do I feel comfortable with what I've heard and what I've seen? In my heart, no, my brother. Right. So if you are not going to take responsibility for it at work in front of everyone, and I understand it's a mad thing to take responsibility for. Mm. You may have been maybe unaware of what you were doing to an extent. You didn't realise. You just ignorantly thought, I'm playing the man or what have you. Then you've realised, no, this is actually rape. And now you're you're just like, oh my God, if I could take it back, I would. You probably are like that. I'm not saying you're not. But you're not taking responsibility for it, irrespective of the repercussions. So because of that, for me personally, I don't believe you should play for the club. I don't believe you should even move forward within the world of football for the simple fact that the type of person I am is if I've made a mistake, I have to accept it. And the only person that's free to judge me from that moment is God because we're all sinners under the eyes of the Lord. So once we've told the truth, I just feel like if God takes you to the place of you playing football again or what have you, I'm not here to judge my bro because I've done some stupid things in my life as well. But the moment you're not lying... that one, but yeah. Not, <laughs> ain't no one doing that, my brother. But you see this situation here, it's so severe, the fact that you've not even told the truth at the back of it, your whole life is going to be shaped by this very moment. So everything yeah. you do is a cover-up to this. I don't want anything to do with a situation like that. I think it's very toxic. I don't even think it's good it for stinks. him. I don't even think it's good for him. It's not good for him. Of course it's not. Because you're always walking away from a situation where we all know you got away with murder. Everybody knows you got away with it. Even if the law has not considered you whatever the law considers mm. you, I don't need the law. The law and God are two different things. That's why I'm trying to say to you, I don't live in a cap- I don't have a capitalist mentality. I understand that there's a law and you have to abide by it and so on and so forth, but I don't have a capitalist mentality. So you getting one over, you may feel, so you can continue your trajectory in life yeah. within that. I think it stinks if you're not telling the truth on something like this. 100%. It's, it's just disgusting. No, I'm 100% with you. I'll, I'll actually talk a little bit on the law side of it, right? So you see... Some people would probably ask, yeah, because I, I think some people are forgetting the fact that the, she decided to drop the charges, right? Yeah. Now, I think a question that some people would ask is, can you be charged with a crime or be um, prosecuted of a crime even though the witness is prepared to drop a um, to drop the charges? And you actually can. But what happens is, yeah. 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 But this is what actually happens, yeah. So imagine, so in court, remember you've got the jury, you've got the defense and you have the prosecution, yeah? The prosecution is obviously trying to prosecute and the defense is trying to look after their their client, right? Whoever is on trial. So if now 
they have the the main who's the main witness in this situation who is like not compliant someone who wants to drop the charges and let's say even in this situation because we apparently they're still together what yeah. that does is it 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 massively hurts the prosecution because if now you we we're going to need someone to stand on this on the on the thing and testify right we're going to need to cross examine someone so if we're trying to prosecute this person we need the main witness to stand on that yeah and i need to cross examine you and ask you all the questions so that we now can show the jury that this is exactly what he was doing but if she's not down to do that it ends up um being a better case for the defense because the defense basically says look they're together they just turn around to the jury and say look they're together do you know what i mean like she will she'll go up there and she'll say some stuff whether it just be like you know we Ultimately, it was something that really happens all the time, and you know I'm okay with it. I don't know. I don't know how they how it would be shaped, but ultimately, I love this guy. I want to spend the rest of my life with him, and there, there's actually no there's no problem. Like I'm, I sent it to a friend. A friend went and did whatever they did with it or whatever. But ultimately, at home, everything is fine, and we're all cool. The jury is very likely to turn around and say, well. Yeah, this is a bit mad, but clearly they obviously they you know this it hurts the prosecution because the person who's defending this can easily put a a bunch of words together and sentences to explain. Look, she's she's just said everything. So that's it makes why it I difficult. hate the capitalist mentality. If that happens in the village, that guy's fucked. <laughs> you think anyone's got any time to discuss and have the court of law? We know what you've done. In the village, we all have to work together. You doing that fucks up everything, yeah. so you can fuck off. I like that mentality. So then, okay, then let's let's uh, let me play angels advocate here. Then yeah. Mm. How do you then embed that person back into society? See, that's the problem because society because is not based upon. That's why I'm saying to you, I don't. I wouldn't know. Right. Because that, that's where it gets tricky. Because you know, like. If someone's done a wrong, obviously we can all have that conversation. This person has done a wrong, yeah? But to put the wrongans all over there on something that they've done isn't necessarily helpful, is it? Or is it? I'm, I'm, I'm podding here. And, and what I'm doing is the same. I'm, I'm scouring through my mind, like... <laughs> yeah. Because like, back in the day, they threw all the criminals to Australia. Yes, look but at that, that place I mean, now. look, like, imagine... Okay. Look. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, this is a no, everyone over there yeah. saying nigga. <laughs> White people, black people, Chinese people. Uh. But wait, what what's what's happening here is is that imagine hmm. you and I'm not I hope this is clear, I'm not defending this person's behavior no, no, you're not. at all. But what I'm saying here is you're young, you you do something that is mad, yeah? Mental. M yeah, mental. Are we then saying by pushing them all the way to Australia, it's like you could never ever have a chance again. Now, do you know what makes it difficult for me? It's difficult to make an assessment on what should happen because you have too much different types of people living here. 100%. So there's no one way of dealing it where everyone's going to be happy because exactly. we've all got our own way of dealing How do you gauge it? How do you gauge a person who can be rehabilitated and someone who's not? Because there's some people I don't believe can be. So do I. I don't. I mean, some people will believe true, that everyone man. can. I don't believe so. I don't believe everyone can be rehabilitated. I think sometimes some people are so far gone that it's that over. It's, it's difficult to bring that back. You might be. I'll tell you what. Yeah. yeah. In like 
the Maybe percentages, right. they might be like a hundred percent gone. And you might be able to bring them back to 60. But it's not enough. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, you might you know, be able to bring them down to that, but it's not enough. However, how do you gauge? How do you gauge that? How do you gauge the person who's completely gone to the person who can be rehabilitated? The thing is, yeah. In a village way. This is what I will say. Whatever you're willing to do to rehabilitate that person, because it's not up to you as the rehabilitator and it's not even up to them. The moment you've put it out to the public, it's up to the public. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's where you live. You live amongst the public. Now, we can all say, oh, you can get back in society, no problem. But there's going to be a 15-year-old kid on Twitter going, like a rapist, you all turn. What, you can't avoid that yeah. when you go to Twitter. I mean, you, you can't avoid you that. You have to accept that. You have to accept that. When you go to Instagram, you have to accept that. So essentially, as crazy as it sounds, you're always going to be in prison. He's always going to be in prison. Yeah, that's true. He's never going to be free of it. And I think the time that you become free of it is when you tell the truth. Like, obviously, Ched Evans doesn't have half the career Mason Greenwood had, even at any point in his life. But to a certain extent, Ched Evans is free from that label. He's done his time. He's done whatever he's done. There's no point in anyone bringing it back up again, realistically. He just does what he's doing. I think the issue relies... And it could, I mean, they might bring it up. I don't know for sure. But I'm saying the issue lies when you're just lying, bro. And you're saying that he's clear of all charges, but if I play the voice note right now... No, I mean, it's nuts. So it's like, law is capitalist, but you need it, I get it. Principle-based situations... More than five years after having his rape conviction uh, quashed... Oh, he had it quashed? Um, footballer Chad Evans remains active in the Football League yeah. with Preston and is in action for the championship side... Against, against Tottenham, Tottenham in the Saturday. FA Cup this Saturday. That was, wow. That was last week's Saturday. That was yeah. last week's Saturday. So, oh, did he play? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did play. So he went to prison, came out, and then had a retrial, and he won his case. He won his case. Well, like, now Ranger. Now Ranger. Now Ranger, 100%. I think, I think all the differences, the big fundamental differences is that, you know what? You see, with this situation here, this Ched thing, yeah? When it comes to that, it's like, I want two people in the room, yeah? And... Sometimes it's very difficult to prove. And just because somebody got off doesn't mean that they did it. But also, just because somebody also didn't get off didn't mean that they did it either. That's so true. it's very difficult to work out. That's true. You see, when you hear voice notes, this it just becomes, it just, it just adds another layer to the cake. And, and, just, it, and, it, yeah. and it then gives us more room for interpretation. Do you know what it is so, so crazy? Because obviously we're doing a pod, you have to have a discussion about it and you can't not have an opinion. But to a certain extent, there are some people in life when they do certain things, I don't know what should be done with you, but I just don't want anything to do with you. I hear that. That's just me. I, hear that. I don't want to be the judgment of character or to determine what happens with you. Because when I think about it, I am more village than I am capitalist. I don't feel I should, as a one person go, I feel we should do this to this person. I just feel, because you're disgusting. It, as a village though, you would have to almost Outcast do the same them. thing. Because you'd, you have to outcast them. Okay. But You'd okay. have to outcast them because every, it's different to a capitalist society. In a capitalist society, it's about outdoing the other person. So there'll be years of cunts. Yeah. There'll be years of cunts. So what's this different to this cunt to Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein got all the way to 68. This guy didn't even make to 19. Jeffrey Epstein went to 68 in a capitalist society. So although he's disgusting, I don't live by that way. So you lot figure that out. In a village, we have to work together. We yeah, have then, to. So, so if then, you do that... Do you, stop, do you just stop working together 
the moment that somebody makes a mad mistake. An error like that. It's not a one error. It was him doing hear, rapage no, over two years or a year or something like that. Like, if that's what's happening within our village, I'm going to go, no one's going to trust you in this village anymore. You know that's wrong. We have principles in our village. We consistently echo them. We work together to progress. You have ruined that. So I can't tell you right now, we can just say to you, get back in and we all work. Because I don't think the whole so village is going to accept that. what do you do that. with them? You just you outcast their blood clot and when... Well, you, just when put them in, you just send them to Australia? Yeah. <laughs> That's my vibe. And I know it sounds horrible, yeah, but like... Yeah, I don't know about that. I think but it's it rape though. It's you forced yourself on a woman that's no, meant to be your partner over a course of time to the point where even the parents are saying it's cool. Like the ladies, the girl's parents are saying it's cool. I might send the parents to Australia as well. (laughs) The parents and Mason and we bring the girl and we rehabilitate the girl because we're not understanding in this one situation, there's a victim that's going to need far more attention and love and to be rebuilt. Then Mason, Mason, you've done what you've done, bro. You have to deal with the consequences of your actions. You can't go, this is harsh now. No, what you've done to the girl is going to affect her for the rest Rest of her life. One day, she's going to be 35 years old, 40 years old. I promise you, she'll be 40 years old, Chucky. She'll be sitting down. Her children will be running around and she's just going to be in tears, fam. Thinking about the shit she went through when she was younger and the shit that that guy was allowed to get away with because he played for Manchester United. Like, what are we doing here? He's going Australia. And he's not going to go on the outskirts. He might go in the middle where it's hot and there's rattlesnakes. Because then at least I know if he comes back, he's not doing... Beer kangaroos. Kangaroos. Beer kangaroos. My brother. And you know they're fighting, man. They're punching man up, man. What? They're on road. They're going... Smoky now. Yeah? Standing up on two feet on a swingers thing. And he ain't got a chance. Brother. He ain't got a chance. Crocodiles. Alligators. Once you're around that... Make him yam in blood class. I even think you see, man. Yeah, but no. What? I, I listen. I, but, do you know it's the it's the like the empathy in me looks at the fact that you're right. He's how old is he? He's twenty two years old. Yeah, he's made a mad mistake. Listen, right? Listen. I'm not. Def- I don't want to defend him. I'm just because I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to like look at what we do with people that make these mad decisions. Yeah, from a village perspective. Because I'm saying, all right, boom. Of course. Where I, like, I'm so here for the fact that the girl ultimately needs more because of what she's gone through. I hear that. But there's a part of me that it feels difficult to accept the, you know what, you've made a mistake. Fuck off over there. It's not a mistake though. That's the thing. I think to, like, I understand where you're coming from, but I can't label it a mistake. Yeah, no, I hear that. I've it's made hard mistakes. to label that as well. Yeah, yeah I've made a mistake where I go, I shouldn't have done that, or maybe I should have but known that. But can it be a mistake, though, if... If you hear the voice note... It's not. He says, shut up, or something along the lines of, you're having sex, she goes, I don't want to, and he's forcing it in her, and he goes, I try to ask you... Nicely. Like, yeah. Brother, yeah, yeah. if it's you nasty. want me now to have consideration... It's nasty. ...for the immediate present, I'm not saying in it's, 10 years' I'm not time, talking I about... I'm not even just like... It's not even just him. I'm just talking... I'm taking it outside of him now. I'm taking it to a place of like people that have done a madness. How do we gauge who is rehabi- who can be rehabilitated and who actually genuinely needs to be outcasted? Because I don't Australia. think I don't. Huh? You send them Australia and see how they respond. <laughs> you know what my thing was, <laughs> yeah. My mum used to yeah, beat me, yeah. Well, another time, but let me show you. My mum oh. used to beat me, oh. and depending on my response, she knew whether I wanted to go through that again or not. Oh. And some things, when I knew I was gonna get beat, I'm like, my mum's gonna give me the real beating now. I'm not. In it. I'm not doing this again. And some things, I was like, you know what? I came back an hour late, but. 
I might do it again. It's right. worth it. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. But raping? You have to go to Australia. Do you know what? I say, I say you send them one place before Australia. And then, you see how you, they respond there? Yeah. If they respond mad there, then you send them it's Australia. Australia. If you don't send them, if they don't respond mad, then you bring them back here and you and you put them back into society. Somehow. You fit them back into society. I like, that's what I, I think you do. There needs to be, there's right. be maybe there's levels. That. But I do feel like... You the, can't just get that way. You, like... I mean, obviously, there's certain things that are just too mad, and this is definitely one of them, yeah? But I do think at, at that oh, look, age, man. at that age, there's enough time to work out what you're on. One second, Chucks. Um, oh, he, should be, he should be in the building now, so if you just oh. go out and look for him, you can just text him once you're on the way. Light-skinned guy, kind of wedge. Take my at, phone if you want. At that age, there's enough time to work, decide what... What, what, the, you're, what you're on in it. So what do you what do you do? Because you're saying there's a stage before it, but I'm like because of the severity of what he's done, well, there you, is no stage before it. But for me, like them types of things, well, anything, you look at rehabilitation in it and what that means, and then I think you just assess that. But then you know what has to happen? Somebody from the village has to be employed that job to go and do that. I, so that's someone true. From the village that's has true. Has to go over there. That's true. And and make those assessments in it, and the assessments ha- just has to be done fair. And then the people from That's the village true. then has to put trust in the people that are making that assessment that you know what, they've made the right decision. You get what I'm saying? The thing is, I feel like in the village anyway, it wouldn't get as far as it got here. I could be wrong, but I don't think it would get as far as it got here. Like here got so far, she had to go to social media for help. Yeah. I think in the village, one of the friends well, Did know, she leak it? I thought her She leaked, leaked it, it, bro. Yeah. And then the voice notes got leaked. She was putting, it's so mad. The footage that we saw, the year we saw, it came out two years prior or a year prior. That's why I was like, the amount of sympathy I cannot have for this man because this footage is getting leaked today. But this footage is old, which means he's been doing it for like a year and a half. I can't show much sympathy because that's a girl going through mm. a brute abuse for a year and a half. It might take her... No, it might take her a 15 minute. to 20 years to finally get over it. I'm not saying that's 15 to 20 years I neglect my man, but do you understand I'm coming oh, from? Nah, yes, well, well, I'm charging. You're, right. well, You're saying, right. fam. Yes, well, Manager, all black. You're looking like the buffest girl in the Matrix, fam. Go on, you're doing your thing. Yes, my brother. Wow, dog. Come sit down now. So everyone's wearing Stone Island. That feels right. Money's running. That feels right. If you lot sit over there, you're not in shock. Chucky, you remember I sent you Natty the other day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Natty, before we just quickly, because I just wanted to just just wrap this piece up. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, you sit down though, and if you want, you're more than welcome to jump in, bro. I just wanna like, does Man United play? Now this is what we were discussing in the group this morning. What we're talking about United? Come, let's get into it. I'm not ready for this. No, it's not a football thing. It's not a football thing like that, though. We're talking about Greenwood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Greenland. What about him? Right. Uh, nice, what about him? Basically, no, I said he shouldn't play. What I will say is though, which was a black like, part of the conversation we was having before, where it's like embedding people back into society when they've made a mistake. At what point do we? Because on one hand, it's like sometimes some people will say, you know what, like someone's committed a crime or they've done whatever it is that they've done, and that they should pay for it for the rest of their life. Me, I float like back and forth of it sometimes. So I could be quite hypocritical. At times I'm like, yeah, that's just too mad. Dash them to one side. Then on the other side, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? Like we always need to find a way to put people back into, fit them back into society somehow. And how do we go about doing that? Because if, if 
they become unemployable and they can't get a job and they can't do anything, then ultimately they can end up turning back to doing any type of crime. And then that's not good for society anyway. So what do we do here? Because you could t- we could turn around and we can say, for me, I don't want him, I wouldn't want to see him play. I wouldn't want to see him play. But on the other hand, it's like, well, what else is he gonna do? Well, yeah, what else is he gonna? Did what OJ, else is he gonna did, do? Did OJ Simpson? That's play all again? I was thinking of. OJ Simpson. Did, did OJ Simpson play again? Did I'm OJ? Sure, I'm sure he, he didn't played. go to, but he got. He I'm went sure to. He, he went to. Yeah, he I'm went. Sure, to, I'm sure he played numerous times and was even MVP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. So in theory, he's got to play again. He has to. He's play He's got again. to play. He's got to play. He has to play again. But but remember, this is how I started this conversation. Yeah, if they don't play him. He would technically have grounds to sue Manchester United for the unfair. In what would the what would be? The he term? wouldn't though. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. But I'm just saying he could. What would be the term? Unethical. If unethical. Something to do. If with he's that. doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, and there's no reason for him to not play. Actually, football works different though. Because enough times, though. enough times, enough players are just being put on the bench, and they feel like they're doing everything they're supposed to. Sancho's be Sancho's not playing. Yeah. He's only started playing. But, but this is performance related performance as well. But that's because that's 10 Hag sent him to... But this will be performance related though. This will be performance related. Yeah, because a manager could turn around and say, regardless of whether he's innocent or not or whatever, this has affected his performance as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Which is a lie. No, it's not. I've seen guys cheat on their misses and they start playing bad. Like, like you can't escape it your reality lie, on the field when there's 60,000 people screaming, True. rapist, rapist. True. Like, there's no way for you to get away from it. True. Do you know where I'm coming from? You then figure out how does that look for the club. You then figure out how does that feel for the rest of the players. True. It's like you're isolating one man's situation and it's become the club's problem. So I'm like, I personally, even from the Thomas Party situation at, at, at the start of the season, and this is not even knowledge amongst I would say commercial culture quite big it's just amongst football culture it's because it's a black woman she's Jamaican um that's the reality it's a Jamaican woman it stinks it stinks but it's true it's true it's a it's a guy I hear you. that's not getting that much press because he's Thomas Party he's messed with a black gal it doesn't need to be pressed like that how do you Hunt. change religion for her his name's a Cuban now it's mad but um, come on, fam. he changed his whole name. He changed his name, everything, religion, everything, bro. But how, if that's true or not, I don't know because there isn't that sort of Mason Greenwood voice note, which is just a bit right. That's just, what adds. Yeah, if there right. was a great a, a voice note like that, where it's like undeniable, I put my hands up. I say, you know what, Thomas, we can't go to that party. But the Greenwood thing, for me personally, it's just. But how do we know it's not Robin? Wild. How do we know it's not? How do we know? We will never know. Do you so know you, what? Are you Can I be honest card? with you? Can yeah, I, I just know? Okay, you're I, my I got, guy. I got something. Yeah, you're my guy. I got a double my guy. EA's my guy. I got a double plate. Any three of you lot. If I, I got a double plate. If any of you can. Probably, I got a double plate. I got a double plate. Hear this, yeah? Let me tell you something. I'm a reasonable guy. I'm a reasonable guy. I'll tell you now, I'm on kink shaming. I'm on it. I'm on a bit of it. Now, for me, the reason why I'm on a bit of it, I still want to understand it because I'm an inquisitive person, yeah, yeah. but for me, this is where I have to put my foot down and say, let me tell you something. For me, if you are able to deal with somebody like that within role play, like that in regards to that, in those voice notes, to me, you can't stand next to me. Like, I just think that's, to, me, to be hard, feel right, to, bro. To, for your dick to still be hard Under and to be this mad yeah. and this, Thing here is weird to me. But you never so know. This girl might be skin out in the bed. Brockers could be. Could be. And she's saying. But you know what? She's saying way away. You know what? And she's saying to me, "Talk what's to me, baby." I hear that. Do you know what? I'm on kink shaming. I'm on a bit <laughs> of that. I'm on kink shaming. I'm on that. 
You definitely are. I'm on kink shaming. Because man was getting I'm shaming in, that. The man didn't get kicked in the face. You, you, you ruined him as well. So yeah, I'm on some of that. Enough. But again, I'd, I'm, I'm down to understand it and understand where some of these people come from or whatever and why they like... Because that's just me anyway. But see that? I just think that is outrageous. What I heard, I just think is is you know disgusting. Bro, bro. I don't know nothing, bro. All I know is that he's a serious player and United back with him. I can't lie, we're on votes. You what? We're, we're on votes. I, I, I you support you support United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so here we go. That's, chest, that's chest and I support United as well. But I, oh, so, so so you know the thing already. Yeah, <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> you're all right, Eden. You're all right, Eden. So much so 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 I'm taking you away from this, this conversation. Yeah, I'm taking you away. Playing through the middle. We don't even need to get. I don't know. All these man. I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it, bro. I'm all right with it. I'm I'm just all right with it. It stinks. It's, it's all down to opinion at the end but of the day. But how are you? Know you? Know I mean? I'm, I'm good, my bro. Let's I'm take good. him away from this. I, I, I'm, good, Save bro. Bro. I'm, I'm good, my bro. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. Like, Poet mentioned to you to me uh, a while ago, see you in the in the kitchen just cooking up magic and doing all kinds of stuff and that. Away. I wanted to know. I just wanted to... I wanted to know what this was about. I wanted to know who you was, where you come from. Like, where are you from the same ends? I'm from Peckham, bro. Peckham, oh, right. I'm from Peckham. Oh, bro. right. So you grew up in Peckham as well at the time as well, where. Yeah, proper. Was... Yeah, Ghetto versus Peckham and Peckham versus Brixton and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a mad little time, but yeah, nice area now, gentrified. It's different. <laughs> Rooftop bars. I seen it in the car park. It's mad. Fam, My let me tell you crazy. something. I can still cannot like fathom. Like I'll speak to someone, like a, let's say a girl just come to London or whatever, and it's like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I think I'm just gonna go. We're gonna go out for drinks in Peckham. Go to Peckham. What? what? <laughs> you go for drinks in bro, Peckham? When I came out of jail, fam, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, bro, like, I was serious. This is somewhere I've lived my whole life. Man's come out and I'm seeing it's just bare like I can't call them yuppies because it's not even. But it's just like everyone's on a. It's just different now. The energy's different. Everyone's just mad happy. Rooftop bar here, this, that. Da, da, da. You can't get outside, over the rooftop bar, can outside, you? Outside, <laughs> outside cinemas and that. I'm saying Ross. Yo. Like, this is serious. Outside, yeah, outside, yeah. Outside cinemas. Outside like. cinemas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Now we're in Dulwich. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, well, you know what? what? For, okay, paint the picture. See, as a young buck, paint mm. the picture of what Peckham was like for you. Peckham was just like, you know what I mean? Obviously, going through that, so bearing in mind that this was the, the period of like when it was ghetto versus Peckham, so the ghetto youths are trying to run up in man's school. So I went to a prolific school in Peckham, St. Thomas the Apostle. So this was a main school for Peckham youths. So these youths are coming down to man's school every day, jumping over fences, trying to get in, roughing up man's deputy head teachers and that. What? What? Mr. Cowdery. <laughs> Mr. Cowdery. Mr. Cowdery, if you're watching this, trust me, Cowdery held it. What, was he, did he, like, was he on a swing as well? No, they tried to rough him up and I'll tell you, it was serious. Well, why was the man then punching up the teachers and that? No, they, they, they were trying to get into the school. Because obviously, there was bare PYGs in the school, innit? Right. Yeah, so it was just frying. This oh. is mad. Kauji just out like. here trying to get away. Yeah. You know, know, Mr. Kauji, his face used to go red. He looked like Winston Churchill. Like. Oh my Serious. God. <laughs> He's only 65 bags a year just trying to get a little holiday. And So what? Wait, are you talking up? So what happened? That How did that end? That there? Bro, um, police come down. Do you know it's Because there used to be always police outside man's school anyway. So it was just like, because it's right on, it's basically on Queen's Road, Peckham. Yeah. So it's mains. So it's very easy to get there. So there's just bare feds anyway. So it got cleared out quickly, but it was just, it was just frying non-stop. You know what I mean? Like, but school school period was a, it was 
it was an experience that you needed to have to grow up to really understand like what Peckham was really like. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but obviously, then a lot of that like would have shaped you, like that would have shaped your mentality out of school a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah. And talk a little bit on that because obviously, naturally, if all if that's the environment that you're around and these are the things that's happening, you can't switch off from that. But you know, as you see in school, I was a good year. You know, like I went, um, I just used to play sport and that. And then my transition kind of happened after I got I got stabbed. What happened? <clears throat> a girl set me up. Go. In like, when was this? 010. So that's taking it way back. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. 15, 16. And some girl that I was thinking, yes, yeah, she set me up. Wait, did that, wait, you can't, you know me, I'm a man. Yeah, you, loves, you, you know. I love, I love it. I'm a, <laughs> see me, I'm a crime doc man. Yeah, I'm yeah, a crime yeah, yeah. doc man. You no, get what I'm saying? Do you know what it was? So but I hear what I'm saying. Like, what, like, like. So I was chatting to man. one thing. Yeah. I'm linking this thing hard, but the people she was dealing with before, I mean, the brother she was dealing with before, was having altercations because obviously I'm going down to the area. Peckham's got beef with their with their area because it's basically Old Kent Road, so they're right next to each other. But Old Kent Road, Waterloo, round them ways. Then yeah, like um, my cousin started speaking to her best friend, and obviously we're young, so he's just chatting off like, oh yeah, like man, smashed up your brethren's X, Y, and Z. This girl set me up, bro. Oh mad! Can you even imagine? So then, wait. So then, what did that like? Where was you? What happened? Like, how did she I was, do? I was it? at some festival. Um, soft, um, what's the festival called again? Thames Festival. It's in Waterloo. It was that beginning of September times. It's like a carnival. Yeah. <clears throat> Told me to come to one street. Come there. There's like eighty man waiting for me. Oh my what? god! What? Obviously, I've gone there with bare man already because I already knew that it was an area where it could potentially get cracking. So I've probably gone there with like fifteen man. But we've gone there and yeah, it was just techie. techie. And they've come, they've come direct for you. Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, how did you get away from that? Boy, um, I got banged in my face. I've, obviously, these times I was wham because I was playing rugby in it. Like, I used to play rugby, so I was a, I was size. I was probably like this size at like sixteen. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I was this size at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was this size at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean so like yeah like um, I banged in my face I heard a shank get flicked out so I was just like you know what time for me to cut try to barge through bury them man's cutting out as I'm ducking around the car I thought I just got banged in my back I'm ducking 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 seeing there's like four men behind me they've all got shanks in their hands I'm thinking right if I get bagged now I'm done they caught you no 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 what? I'm here act no nah, man. <laughs> but obviously they caught. Like, yeah, but they sank. Obviously they still. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, that was the first one. But obviously, as I'm ducking out, I've turned around and I've seen that there's bear man behind me. You know what I mean? So how did you get away from them? All of them. I, I ran into a pub. Is it? Went to pub. Went to the toilet. Went to the toilet. That's my, dangerous, bro. My, my back is on fire. I'm thinking, brother, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Brother, let me tell you something here. See, that's the that's the part of the streets and that that like. Doesn't get talked about too too much. It's a, it's like girls setting man up, bro. And you know, it's like a dangerous thing, bro. I I remember I told the story as well where I felt like, bro. Oh my god. Sometimes I think back at this day and I think, how we got out of that? How we got out of this situation, bro? And this was in North London as well, by the way. My flipping me, me and my brethren. We've like we've gone out. We've how many years ago? Say not Tottenham. No, nah, I think it was near Edmonton to be fair. Thank the Lord. This was years ago. This was years them ago. Days, them days there, them areas used to be scatty. Bro. Brother, I've me and my bridge. Well, my brethren, my brethren has met one girl. Yeah, he's then told me he wanted me to drive him 
to the girl. He said, oh, there's a bridge in there, whatever. So I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'll just, I'll go, yeah. So anyway, we've gone. Whatnot. We've gone to the yard, whatnot now. And then flipping, it was her, her bridging, but then it was one brother there. Yeah. So already, like, and I'm all, I've always been like this. Like, I'm a sociable person and that. But if someone's inviting me somewhere, I'm always a bit funny about, like, people that I don't know being there. But ultimately, I'm in someone's yard, isn't it? So anyway, we're there and whatnot. And then, like, he's on the phone. And my intuition was like, I don't know about this. this you know, like, he's making it seem like he's just having a conversation with somebody. But it sounds too code-wordy-ish. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. minute now, about 15, 20 minutes later, about eight mans pulled up to the yard. I said, oh my God. And this is me and my brethren. So now, like my heart and my adrenaline is going through the roof, bro. Because I'm thinking, how the hell are we going to get out of here? Cut a long story short. So what I've done is I've played the flipping, like the nonchalant, like kind of vibe, whatnot. I don't smoke, innit? But I've gone over to the brother. Yo, brother, have you got a light? Bro, but that's you how know, you like, just going, you know, break the ass, act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like on a super, that like I'll live it. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yo, buddy, you got a light? He's like, nah, nah, nah. Yo, buddy, you got Rizla? I'm just doing all of that, yeah? <laughs> anything, anything. So, yeah, just, yeah. just make it seem easy. And yeah, I'm yeah. just like trying to chat to one of them or whatever, but they're not really, like, yeah. So anyway, I'm saying nah, to my brethren, listen, obviously, I need to get out of here still. Like, that's how we're talking, like, just low whatnot. So I'm saying to him, he... If he finds a way out, I'm going to go to the toilet because I'll just go out last. The reason being as well, because my bridging was a lot bigger as well, I just felt like they're more likely to jump on him as a threat because I've seen that before. More time, when the man them come in, they're looking at the dude who's big, like with a beard and whatever, who looks like the threat, in it. So anyway, these times, these men are mingling around, whatever. But you can see that they're just like eyeing man up. But at this point, they've just got... They just got so comfortable. My bridge, I've got up and gone to the toilet. I'm in the toilet for ages. When I've like taken a look out, I've seen that my bridge is not there. So I've, I'm, at this point, I've realised either he's gone or he's somewhere near the door or whatever. So I've come out of the toilet. Like I'm just, there's two dons talking to each other or whatever. And then I'm just kind of just looking at my phone, whatever. Boom. Man, get outside. Cut. Bro, to this day, that girl never rang a man's phone. Never rang. So, and I, I genuinely believe they probably at some point looked around and thought, hold on, wait a minute, where's, the, where's these guys gone? Where they gone? Yeah, where's they, where they gone? Nah, them times they're out. Gone. Miss bro, him, that him. thing there could have ended horribly, bro. Yeah, bro. Horribly. Man. Even I remember one time watching flipping something on TV, yeah, where one done, um, it's like some old white brother met one girl. And then obviously the girl was lining him up in it, but he didn't know. He's thinking that he's going to chop and whatnot. These times... She's like said, oh, I need to go to the car or whatever. She's left the house and left the door open for the dudes to run up in the yard. No. They've gone in the yard. She's thinking that they're just going in there to rob him. They've gone there, collapsed the brother. Straight back door. you got to close the back door, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But that, like, that's all part of the street game. And I think that like enough people missed that bit, bro. Enough people you, missed bro. that. I'm telling you. But you said that, 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 like, that changed you, Yeah, though. that was the transition of like... Man, really getting deeper into like the street life. Like, I was like, raw man's gone from being a just a funny brother. I was cool with all the man them to yeah. now I'm actually in the street. I'm rolling with my shank. Yeah, yeah. I've got it on me. I'm ready. Because that's long. <clears throat> because it's just like raw. My life, my lifestyle's now changed. Like the same things that I was doing before. Man's not really on it. 
Because it's like, now man's angry. I'm just like, right, like, why did, do you get what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're angry, you're aggressive. It's just, it's not, you're, you're not the same person. I mean, yeah, from there, bro, that's that's how I kind of got involved in, in like, doing fuckery. It's mad how, like, an incident like that can literally just take your, like, your innocence away, straight away. 100%, bro. Completely. 100%, because you're not thinking about, like, raw. You're just thinking, raw, like, man, I need to have my thing just in case a situation like that happens again. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I've never was the, the closest I was involved to something like that was we went to go and link some gal and then one of the gal was like it's I'm always going. gal, bro. Yeah, the gal was is like, he gal? Is he gal, bro? Listen, Ak, if women <laughs> use their head, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen if, you, if a woman uses their head, my brother, I'm telling you, they're dangerous, bro. Yeah, dangerous, bro. Dangerous. We went to the house, we were running joking, she goes, I'm calling it LOS. And if you're from like my ends, um, the ends I'm from, like 06. Oh, maybe all five actually. LOS, they were. I've the the least amount of man I've seen LOS with is twenty five. Wow. And when anytime anyone said LOS is coming, you would just see the roads full of people like them. Care. It's mad, bro. So when she said that, I said to the man, them, yeah, 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 I'm out. Yes. You yeah, think I want to sit down and... Uh, oh, so that was the... Sit co- down, Pope. Yeah, sit yeah, down, yeah, yeah. Pope. Sit down. She's calling 50, man. This is a two-bedroom house. There's not even space for them. Let's go. Yeah, I hear that. It doesn't yeah, feel like... safe. Of course not on it, man. I got other things to do, man. Power yeah. Rangers on at seven, man. Let's leave. I hear that. You see that period of time like that? 16 to 19 oh, time. Man. Yeah. Man's so happy man's out of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, them times were treacherous, my brother. So wait, was you chefing up from then? Yeah, so so cool. So I was on the road thing. Like cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. So so, so, I was, so I was involved like so then <laughs> that summer, that summer, yeah. oh well so eleven summer. That's when yeah, like I was getting in bare trouble and whatnot. Then as I got in trouble, um my mum and that were on me. They were on man, like raw, if you don't pattern up, like I'm gonna ship you up. And to where? where? To Guyana or Barbados or somewhere <laughs> just quay out. Yeah, yeah. Guyana's <laughs> mad. Yes, Guyana's mad. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere just quay out, bro. Mm. And my granddad was on me. It was that because I'm doing madness, innit? Mm. Um, then I always used to make cakes with my aunt because she's doing a cake shop. And then the only thing that I really thought about doing was that, right, like, just try the cooking thing. So I, I started trying it, went to Lucian College. And then, yeah, it's like, I started making money from it. And I said, right, this How? Because, so I did, I did my full course, did my level one uh, NVQ, chef diplomacy. And then obviously the Olympics was that summer after, innit? Right. So first year was from September 11 to like May 012. So now the Olympics are starting. They've, they've recruited bear of us from there as commie chefs. And then we start making some good dough. So I'm thinking, raw, like, the chef thing can pattern. Where, wait, so where, was you working somewhere or was you just chefing from your yard? I was, like? just, I was just doing college. I was just doing college. And I had a little part-time job in Tesco's or something, you know what I mean? And obviously- But how, who, was you, what, who was you making like stuff for to actually make, like who was you shotting these things to? What, cakes or- Yeah, cakes, or, everything. Oh, so my aunt had her own business okay. and I was just helping her make these cakes. Yeah, okay. That's how the passion even started growing. Yeah. Then from there, I was just like doing the college thing. Yeah. I then just started working. Obviously, I had a part-time job on the side, and obviously, I was shutting a bit aloud. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> and then, yeah, bro, it just... But how did you make money for? Because you said that um, I realised you could make money from the food. Oh, no, because the pay that they were paying, man, man was making some good bread, like, per week, and they were giving it... It was, it was a week. Well, for your No, from the actual working in the Olympics. Oh, seriously? Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I was making. Oh, I was working in the Asian section, but obviously, I was a commie chef in there, and it was lit, bro. There was 
Bear gal, bear man. Like, <laughs> it was lit. I was thinking, I was thinking, raw like this can't be kitchen life. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Like, bro, do you know, it was more the realization of like, bro, like, how the fuck can this be like kitchen life, bro? Like, there's things running around. There's man, yeah. everyone's just cooling, smoking bear loud. Everyone's just chill. I'm thinking, you know what? This is a pattern, bro. Obviously, do you know why man never funny? So do you know why man never funny? I've said, yeah, man. What the time I got into a serious problem that was with a gal. It's always gal. Yeah, yeah, and then exactly. the first thing he says. <laughs> There was bear yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's just the way that you see it and interpret things. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know what his joke? You know his joke is that sometimes, not to say this wouldn't have happened Thank for you, you bro. Bro, bro, but it's like sometimes for certain people, if you see a woman being into Saturn or a girl being into Saturn or being impressed by Saturn, it then it inspires you even more so. You yeah. get what I'm saying? You're I'm in the kitchen. That You're I'll in the kitchen you, yeah, now. For, in this example here now, you're in the kitchen. Enough times you might tell certain man, yo, bro, like. If you whip it, like, bro, it's not like, trust me, but it's the moment that you whip it for a girl bro, and like, and they like, and they like bro, it, it's the ultimate all of a sudden call, the passion's bro, there. Bro, it's the ultimate cheat code, bro. Yeah, I can't right. lie to you, like, like yeah, you can cook it. Like, the cooking oh, thing, like, I used to go out when I'm moving to get, hi, my name's Natty, I'm a chef. I'm what? Like, Damping yeah. a panty now? <laughs> <laughs> to witness, get the wet floss on. Oh Bring my that. God. Damping a panty, <laughs> what? The legs shaking immediately. <laughs> I, I bet. I'm telling you, bro. But a majority of the time they'll be like, you're not a chef, you're a drug dealer. I said, no, darling, back up some food on them, show it to them pictures. Show them some food. Show them real life cuisines. Right. Not that I mean, type of food. <laughs> right, then. <laughs> show them some food. Guy. Yeah, then, bro, like, yeah, so it was, it was like, that was the transition. And then from there, I started doing, um, I went to a restaurant in the Shard. I went for the opening. I was a commie chef. In the Shard? In the Shard, in a restaurant called Oblix. Oh, is this before? Is, wait, is this before or after you went jail? This is this is oh twelve, bro. This is I was like eighteen. So this is before a jail. This is way before a jail. Oh right. So you okay, were doing yeah, so all of this before jail. Yeah, oh, brother. Shit. That's fucking cold. So he's working in a shard. Yeah, I worked there for four years. Worked Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked there for four years. And what was that like? That that, that was decent. That was decent. Did that it open was... your eyes to like just being in and an amongst in and around, like a. A different class of people in the Do you know it was it was just very much it introduced me to a lot of different cultures. So it was just right. like I'm meeting bare different people, Spanish, Italian, French, Chinese, Asian, all the different people that you can meet and it's just like it's made me more able to appreciate different cultures and mm. where they come from and X, Y and Z. And it opened my eyes to really that right, like there's so much going on in the world more than just Southeast London. Mm. You know what I mean? Um then from there, man just worked my way up, bro. Worked my way up. I started taking it mad serious because one of my head chefs bad me up one more time. Like one time asking me like, "Raw, are you gonna be fucking, you're gonna be a commie chef your whole life?" Like Donny put took me to the side, bro, and I'll never forget that Donny's bad him man down, and that's that was when the penny dropped, and I said, "You know what, I have to take this thing serious." Mm. <clears throat> so what are the different levels though? Like you're saying, so obviously, so it's all it's like it's like you know in the army it's like sergeant, lieutenant. Mm. Da, 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 da. So obviously the base is like prep chef, like you're peeling potatoes and carrots and. I mean, that's your thing. Yeah, My yeah. serious, yeah, yeah, the way yeah. I peel is crazy. Yeah. Quick things. Speed peeler and that. Proper peelers. Bro, a proper peeler, bro. You need us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not disrespecting them. I'm just saying that's his thing. For my thing, yeah, come on. I think we're going to get to my bit now. I'm sure can whip it, Yeah, yeah. No, he's... That's why you're my brother, you know. Right. Uber Eats sent me a message today. I think now the next bit might be me, go. What's the next bit now? The step after that's commie chef. So it's like, you're given a little bit of responsibility, but it's not really that much. And you have to always answer to your chef de party. Okay. I mean, the position after commie chef is a demi chef de party. 
a demi chef the yeah, party. Yeah, so it's like half a chef the party. Right, and what's that? So it's like you're not controlling your section yet, but you still got authority over my man. Okay. You feel me? Okay. And so obviously both my man and this one, they're both like whippers though. No, no, no. They're meaty. They're you know, meaty? Yeah, because yeah, you, you just come out of college or you've just first got your first experience in the kitchen. So it's just like, right, you're trying to learn. You're trying to get the experience of like, right, I want to learn this. So I'm willing to put my all in. And you're you're looking up at your CDP. Because I remember when I was a commie, my CDP, I was thinking, right, like this bread is too cold. Oh man. Like this bread is way too cold. And he wasn't even the boss. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's he's, but he's on you because he wants you to do better. Because right. if he's got his team pushing, then it's more like, raw. he's going to get his promotion that he needs. So these are all the teams that are broken down in the kitchen. <clears throat> yeah, so, so so obviously you got, so prep chef, demi, um, commie chef, demi chef the party, chef the party, junior, sorry, senior chef the party, junior sue. What's junior sue? So you're basically management now, isn't it? Okay. So you, a sous chef is like, it's a French word, but I think it means like under chef. So it means under the head chef. Under the so head when chef. the head chef ain't there, you're in control. Right. Okay. So you. So okay. When the head chef's there, yeah. So let's like, let's go to the shard quickly, right? This is crazy. So you see when the head chef's there, the head the head chef's in the in there whipping yeah, or yeah. delegating. Yeah, yeah. Are they whipping or just telling? So you know, it's more. T- it depends on on the on the kitchen, bro. Let's I just say the shard. <clears throat> yeah. It's cool. Was the head chef whipping? I've had so I've had two different head chefs at the shards. My first one, he took me under his wing. Right. Fabian, he saw the potential from young and was like, cool, I'm going to teach you fishmongery, butchery, all these things that I didn't know fuck all about, bro. Like, college prepares you for things, but it doesn't really prepare you for things like real life, innit? It's like a crash course, but it doesn't really prepare you for things real life. So it's just like... So I just stop you. This is making me realise bare women can't cook. Because they this... can't cook. Yeah, I like the way this is sounding. <laughs> they Mom, can't, can't cook, cook, man. Mom, you're all right, but this is really Oh, cooking. yeah, I hear what you're saying. Butchery so. and this and... I just think going in the kitchen. No, nah, but they can, but they just like, you know what it is. They just, there's like, levels. Yeah, there's it, levels. It, it's just different, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, cool. The food I'm putting out is, is like culinary artistry. Right, like, I'm right. trying to put like, it, it's artistic. Yeah. Home food's different because it, that's just bag of flavours, but it's just like, back, but, 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 you know what I mean? It's just like, slop it, slop it. There's no real refinement in it. Right. So the head chef now. Yeah. So you had two, there was one that put, um, how do you want to do So there was one, so he's in the kitchen every day. He's on the pass. He's he's making sure that raw his team's running proper. As soon as he left, we had a new chef come in and he was a computer chef in his office, tucked away. We're not learning nothing off of him. I don't even know if you can cook, big man. Okay, so he's the one who basically just comes in and delegates, makes sure that you're doing, but he's not actually in there whipping. Yeah, I want to see you, bro. Right. You know what I mean? As a head chef, this is your kitchen. You need to put your stamp on it. Like, yeah, right, facts. Like, this is, and in the, in the, and in the kitchen thing, it's very t- uh, territorial. It's like, right, this is mine. So I control all of this and you have to bow down. That's how it is. It's like the army, bro. That's the only way I can really describe it in these proper serious restaurants. Like, so, and he wasn't really doing it for me. I mean, him weren't really getting along. So I ended up cutting from there. Right. Because I had a, I had a madness in service with one you. He burnt me. I tried to fight him. Oh, in the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. He what? burnt you by accident, or yeah. But imagine my man's open up a thing called a just oven. So the oven's wide, like it's probably as wide as this chair. But fucking mad child it goes up to like six hundred degrees, mad hot. Donnie's opened it and it's burnt my whole arm here. And then looked at me and said, "What?" Oh, so he's talking as like fucking mad. I said, "Are you sick, fam?" So me and him started. Man's got the one of the fucking steaks now and slapped it round his. <laughs> <laughs> Need your rating, boom! Yeah, that. yeah, hit him, give him the blue steak yeah, now, yeah, slap yeah, him yeah. around Black the yeah. blue thing. I yeah, hear that, yeah, strong. Yeah, clot him in, yeah, clot him to yeah, bits yeah. with that. Yeah, so me and him had a madness. Um, then I got, um, I got a violent disciplinary for aggressive behaviour towards other members of staff. 
Oh wow! <laughs> but that's obviously like, <laughs> bro. <but> like, <laughs> you could never be my friend and phone me and told me that. I would have laughed for fifteen minutes and phoned you but, an hour but, later. But you know how wicked this was. That's crazy. I was gonna get a transfer to Miami to work in their sister restaurant. Yo, oh wow! In Z- have you ever heard of a restaurant called Zuma? Zuma Rocker. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, heard of Wait, so Rocker. Rocker. So yeah, they're Rocker. so they're. Mainstream restaurant is called Zuma, yeah? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Rocker stems off of it, and so does Obelix. I mean, there's a no- private members club called The Arts Club. Mm-hmm. So I was going to, my promotion next after Senior CDP was Junior Sue. Right. And right. that was for, um, I was going to get transferred to Zuma in Mayfair, then they were going to sh- send me over to Miami. Are there any cats in Zuma? Cats like what? Sniff cats? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will get it. I, I call it. I call it. I call it. <laughs> We're going anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's too dumb. Yeah, but so um, yeah, I held a final disciplinary, and then I couldn't, that, get my, I couldn't get my position anymore. So it was just like, what's the point of me being there? Right. And they gave my promotion to a guy that I was working with, who was basically the same level as me, but he didn't have the tech. So I was pissed off. So I just cut. What did you do after that? I went to a Mission Star restaurant. Okay. Is that better or worse? Yeah, so it's gone like from, so I've played. How was you able to get that with that underneath your name though? Because my CV's banging by then. I've been in a place for four years. My progression, like, if you look at my CV, it's been like, I've gone from college, Olympics, some little fuckery. Now man's been at a restaurant for four years. I've held down a position and now I've gone all the way up to senior CDP. Right, right, right. And I'm still mad young, I'm like 20. Wow, this is mad, bro. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like 2021. 20, yeah, yeah, I was like 20, when I left there, I left there February 2016. Wow, yeah, I that- mean, um, so yeah, so my CV was banging, and on top of it, my old sous chef he used to work with the head chef at the, at the restaurant I was going to, so it was, it was like it was a plug in thing. So he said, Right, like my man needs cold X, Y, and Z. So I went into this place as a very high position, and it was just like. It was difficult. It's like I've gone from playing for like Scunthorpe United to playing for Real Madrid, bro. Yeah, That's I hear that. Nice. And, how, and explain, like, talk me through that. Like, what what's the differences that it's, you it's felt It's just levels, bro. It's just like everything is so much more fine tuned. Like certain things you can get away with in normal kitchens because it's like we're busy, so they can turn a blind eye to it. In these serious kitchens, bro, they ain't not a blind. What eye. was a common mistake that um, you made? In terms of like. It's more like the cleanliness, that everything needs to be so tidy. Mm. So at the end of the service, your, your chef's coming around with a, with a fucking um, a torch, looking in all your fridges, making sure everything is clean. If not, bro, he's ripping you. He's mm. going to make sure that, that the whole kitchen is clean. It's just like, you're more of a cleaner than you are a chef. Right. <clears throat> like you've got to clean your oven while it's hot, your fryer while it's, while it's warm, so get all the gunk out of it. Like, you've got to do everything, mop everything, take down everything, label everything. It's just, it's, it's very much, it's very regimented. Mm. And it gets drilled into you. What type of restaurants is that? Because that's where I need to go for right <coughs> this restaurant I like called, this, this restaurant was called City Social. City Social? Yeah. It's what type state. of calibre of restaurants do they have that type of, uh, do um, they implement that type have of Have you heard of Jason Atherton? No. Oh, okay. Sounds like um, a Power Ranger. It's, yeah, purple one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um... <laughs> 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 yeah, um um, what is it? Uh, Pollen Street Social, um, City Social. What restaurant in this country? Is it like Mayfair they, they, restaurant? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 all, they're all like mad fancy. They're, like they're, mad proper, fun. yeah. they're proper, they're proper it's, it's, bougie. It's, it's, but that's like a different type of bougie. Yes, yeah, right? it's like when you go to a store restaurant, you're looking at like six course tasting menus. Is it we're looking at tasting is it menus. Here, yeah. Yeah, because you know he, he spoke about how clean City it is. Social. I like that. Um, look at look at the aesthetic. Huh? Look at the, I like how clean the kitchen is. The fact that the chef is basically banging on that 
the kitchen has to be clean. Clean. Well, that, that's you know, part, the that would be proper. part of what they got their they get their ratings on as well, though, isn't it? If like people are coming to rate. Fam, listen, you're a cleaner. You're not a chef no more, bro. Man's having to mop the freezer with water and it's freezing while you're mopping, bro. This feels right. <laughs> I went to a bloody restaurant in Paris the other day. The man coughed and gave me the food. I said, big man. Yeah, that's nuts. This is crazy. But that's what you're... It's, 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 none none you're... That, it's none of that, bro. It's none of that, bro. Here you go. If you want to go, 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 go for good service and, you want, and you're really about the... You want everything to be so patterned. You need to start switching it up from like there to like the Michelin star restaurants or like the ones with like rosettes and stuff. And then I'm giving it's that's not for my story. Really. I feel like yeah. the girls giving them the wrong impression. Like. Back to the back to the okay. story though. Yeah. So like, obviously you was there. It was a lot more regimented. Yeah. Mm. Did you enjoy that? Do you know what it was? I wasn't ready. Yeah, he's a pussy. He's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you see my man there? there? You see my man? Look pussy. at the balls. And when I buck him, eventually at the top, I'm gonna say to him, "You see you." Paul Woosh, he's blessed though. That was my old head chef. He's Paul's cool, yeah. Paul yeah. looks cool though. Paul's cool. Do you know I like Paul? He's <laughs> looking directly at the camera. Yeah, he's he, like loves it, he, loves it, he, he might go and watch Man yeah, United. Yeah. This yeah. wanker here, Chelsea fan. Are we putting these on a <laughs> screen? No, no, he's a Chelsea fan. Is he? Oh, no, is he's he? a Chelsea fan. No way. No, he's a Chelsea fan. Oh, I can feel it. Look at him. <laughs> The watch is not even his. He's borrowed it from his girl. <laughs> Blue uh, face Rolly, though. I'm really yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But by so, we're just looking at the more um, just for audio listeners. We're just looking at the the chefs at a particular restaurant. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, it was like I wasn't mentally prepared for it because at that period of time in my life, it was like there was bare things that happened. So I need consistency. And I lost all consistency. I left my good job. There was just my own personal life. There was a lot of fuckery going on. So it was like I wasn't focused on the job. And I've gone into a section where it's it's techie and then you've got m- these mad pompous middle-class white youths that are saying stuff like, oh, your brethren must get stabbed every day. You're from Peckham. Ah, uh, so yeah, the, the microaggressions. And I'm saying to them, bro, what are you talking about? Like, 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 like they're saying things and, it's, and it's, it's riling me up. But I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to have your opinion regardless. So it's just like, cool, let me just get on with it. But yeah, it's just like, and because I've gone in there at a high position, I'm so I'm all these lots boss essentially. Right. Mm. So that's another thing as well. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. it's like, I'm you lots boss, but you lot are trying to run rings around me. When mm. in my last restaurant, I'm running rings around everyone. So, so, so it's like I was a big fish in a small pond, now I'm a small fish in a big pond. And also, there's probably the, the, the class power yeah. shift as well, because obviously, you are younger than them. Yeah. You're obviously f- from. A, a lower class they're a higher class and they're under you so it's like they're in their mind they probably can't even fathom that yeah, in yeah, their they're head thinking, anyway who the fuck is my man bro the fuck is you yeah my man's just coming from nowhere and he's just mad blessed with everyone like, no so so it's mad sorry to interrupt you bro it's actually kind of mad to think that like the default wouldn't be right because you know on one hand you can say right like, who the fuck is my man and like Who's this you like coming in and doing whatever? But then you can also say the same thing by saying, yo, who's my, who's this? Like he's young and he's here yes. and he's like- Cadence. Yeah, it's like, you understand what I'm saying? Ma- uh, 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 attitude and mentality. It's like, no one usually goes for that. It's only like one person out of the group that will usually be like, nah, who's, like, who is that? Usually everyone else is kind of like- Standoffish. Yeah. But, and people remember what we said earlier on in the pot, pot competition. She, competition. People don't even like that. They don't even like it. They want to be the only one there. But yeah, go on anyway. Yeah, so yeah, I've, I've gone there and it was just like, my head wasn't screwed on enough. Like I, the, the way I needed to work in, I needed to be a lot more focused. 
So, and the hours were long. So I've gone from working like eight to 12. So eight in the morning to 12 at night, that's a normal shift. And now this new place, I'm going six to one in the morning, bro. Mad. You have no life, bro. You have no life. Your, your life is work. Mm. And all these are jobs worths. So you're still meant to start at six o'clock. These are in there from 5.30 in the morning, bro. So by the time you get to work, there ain't nothing going on. The ink, no pots, no pans, no equipment. So what they do is they only order enough equipment for like, like half the kitchen. So you have to be in work. Mm-hmm. I can't lie, it's fuckery. Like, like, so then what Then what happened after that? Then? Um, so I ended, I ended up quitting, you know. I, I walked out still. I walked out. So the night before I walked out, I had a bad service. I, I made, essentially made the whole kitchen go down. So like, you know, like when you go to restaurants and that and your food comes out within 10 minutes and you're thinking, raw, like how the fuck did this meal yeah. come out in 10 minutes? It's because you do, it's called a thing called mise en place. So like you prep your stuff for this dish, but you don't fully prep it. So it's like you would have like, so imagine there's eight elements in a dish. You'd have all eight elements individually ready. Do you get what I mean? So when it's time to cook this bit of meat or whatever, da, 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 all the elements are already ready. So you've right. got to combine it. So me All the prep is done So it's just about Putting it into action so, so That's it So now it's just You're in service Because I usually think 10 minutes Big man is just even cooked But realistically Everything they need to prepare Is already done And right. all they're doing Is literally cooking That bit of meat Right ah, That's the science Behind how kitchens run okay. So this is where For example If you go into a restaurant And there's like Fucking 20 tables yeah, All coming together And all of them order no starters they, That kitchen's gonna go down Why why Explain. Because there's no there's nothing before it, so it's all straight fires. Right. So, for example, if there's a starter before it, it means that it can you can waver the length of time of how long the dish is going to take to come out. If right. you get what I mean. Hundred. If, if it's a straight fire, there's nothing else in front of it, bro. It's just you want that food. So imagine you get twenty steaks, all well done. Yeah. But these people waiting all fucking twenty minutes, half an hour, bro. Yeah, because then there's nothing before it. And so then, so then, how did you make the kitchen go down though? That so I made the kitchen go down because I fucked up. So I was going down, and because I was going down, so the guy on meat's calling the times on all tables because meat controls everything. Right. Okay. Because meat, your meat has to rest. <laughs> fire for that, innit? We're talking in chefy terms now, so so, <laughs> so 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 man's got an exemption on this on this one. On this one. Man's got an exemption, yeah. But why for that, anyway? Alright, You tried to get me. You tried to get me on that. One new to you. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, see now you've all made it all strange and that. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Just do just do your thing now. We're, just, yeah, yeah. we're done for me. We're done yeah, for yeah. Me. So like, um, so so once the meat's rested, yeah. It's like now I can now go on my table. So for example, I've got seven different steaks all cooked at different temperatures and I'm going on two different tables. So I'm going to say table 46, we're going to go in six minutes. Table 52, we're going to go in eight minutes. Yeah? Right. So in six minutes time, so I'm going to count every minute. So five minutes, table 46. Four minutes, table 46. Let's play. Then, but while we're playing, it's now a minute and a half on table 12 or whatever the table number is. Do you get it? Okay. <clears throat> So once it's it's a flow in it, so it's like it's, it's it's like a well-oiled machine. Once that once there's fuckery going on, bro, it ruins the whole, ruins the whole thing, the whole the wow. whole setup, bro. So I made the kitchen go down because I was getting slammed on service. So, so what on, does that mean? So I was so I was on pasta, but I've got two starters and I've got like six mains, yeah. But I'm getting slammed on starters, so I'm only being able to push up my starters without getting my mains prepared. Okay. So what's happened is that. When they're saying when they're saying two minutes, I'm saying no, I need like five minutes. 
So now all the tables have now gone back a bit. Do you get what I mean? Right, right, right. So now if you're at the end of the queue and your table fucking 64, you're not getting any food for an hour. Mm-mm. So I've made the whole kitchen go down. Every single person that in that place went down because of me. So then, what does that look like when it goes down, bro? How I went do you, red. How do you recover? I it? went red. Like, <laughs> I was embarrassed. How do you recover it? Bear man, jump in your section. So now you're worrying people because people are in your section, and it's like it's a it's an invasion of your personal space. It's like, right. bro, this is my section. Don't come over here. But they have to come over there because you're not working efficiently. So now you're embarrassed and you're like, I don't want you over here, but you got to be over you're here. Over here. <laughs> what did I say about the village? The kitchen's the village. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. You've got to send them Australia. you got to go Australia for that. Uh, I can't go Australia. Right. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to go, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we're going to work on that. But yeah, like, so I made the whole kitchen go down, yeah? So kitchen's gone down, service is fucked, chef's pissed. So usually I'd make my pasta dough the night before so that when it comes in the morning, I can just roll it out straight. Right. I was on a fuck this thing. I said, no, I'm not doing it. Gone home, smoked a duchy, whatever. I thought to set my alarm, yeah? Oh, no. Bro, I've woken up at the time I meant to start work. No. Oh. Yeah? I have now got in a cab, flew to work. By the time I got there, seven o'clock. I'm already an hour behind. But remember, these people are in there from 5.30 in the morning. Yeah? Brother, I was so behind because... In these serious kitchens, the all your mise en place is do, you're doing fresh for for the day. You're not doing things in, so you're not making things for like three days. And yeah, yeah you're making it there. You're making it fresh that morning yeah. for your day. And at the end of service, they're gonna throw it out. Your sous chef's gonna come with the torch and dash it out. Yeah, make sure you're not even <coughs> giving out anything from a, a few days. Before. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. So. I'm behind, so I messed up because I was doing these raviolis, yeah. But when I was in such a pickle, I forgot to seal them with water. So my head chef was on me from the night before. So what they usually do is at 11.30, they'll come around to, se- to check a section. My man's come around at 11.50 to come and check my section. Him personally, my head chef, he's dropped two of my raviolis in the water. They've opened up. So all the mixels will come out. Oh, they will come out. I'm bugging now. I'm thinking, oh, wow. I'm in a chiz. Better. Dropped another one in. He's then went to my fridge. So I had an open door fridge like that. A little one like that. He's come with a tray, so obviously the tray's got all like six different things in it with, with like mise en place, yeah? My man's come and just dashed it on the ceiling. Fucking clean it up. What? Started spazzing. Oh, your shit. This He's a French brother. I don't even want to imitate a French. You right, know, right, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 shit, this and that. Senior chef the party. This, 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 this. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> Dickhead. Do you get it? You man can't talk. Yeah, do you get it? Bully, you must say, Nathaniel, he was tweaking. So <laughs> at that point, it's either I bang you in the face or I just got a cut because. Now I feel like a little man. You've, you've even belittled me in front of the whole kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I understand like, yes, yeah, all for eating, but brother, I'm not the guy for that. So then how did that pan out then? I just, I walked out, bro. Excuse the pun. Yeah, do you get it? Pan right, out, I like yeah. that, I like that. Right, that <laughs> Strong, come on. Yeah. That was cold yeah. though, right? yeah, that was cold, that was <laughs> cold. That was cold. Serious, that was cool. I mean, that was yeah, so I just walked out, bro. I walked out. My head, the day after my head chef called me, Paul, and said, rah, like, come back. I just said, no, I'm just done, man. As I'm leaving, my man's screaming, you'll never get another job in London. I make sure of it. Nathaniel, senior chef, the party. Yeah, just, bro, I'm telling you, bro. The French guy said that. What? My man's talking wasp, bro. Like he Where's was he from? What's wrong with you French brothers, man? Come bro, on. They're rude. 
Fam, serious. Brother, I've been in Paris too many times. They just so. <coughs> how did you? So obviously you lost. Did you? Is that a, a point where you lost your way a bit? So from there, I lost the passion. Yeah, I okay. lost the passion. But I'd always been dabbling from before, but not to the extent of mm. once I left there. It was now like yeah, I'm on this thing hard. I'm on this thing hard. So I left there, and then I've gone to a private members club in Mayfair. Right. And that was a mad party kitchen. Oh, so a completely different Bro, contrast. No, the, the food's banging. Food fucking Yeah, I crazy. mean, contrast in terms of vibe. <clears throat> yeah, like, this was like, the other one was like, you're not allowed to talk in service. You're not allowed to talk. You just got to whip it. You're not allowed to talk, bro, in service. Well, you can't talk. No. That's no. nuts. Can't talk, brother. But I'm telling you, I've seen some mad shit. I've all seen sous chefs grab up the commie chef in the pot wash and slap him in his face and that. Serious? What? These violence like that. Big restaurants in the Hilton, Mayfair, like, yeah, fam, I'm telling you, just on a trial shift. I've gone there for a junior suit position. I see my man take him and slap him. I said, oh, wow. Fuck At it. the end of the thing, when he's when come, oh, to come to speak to me now, do you want the job? I said, you know what, bro? I'm, I'm about to leave this one I'm out. I'm easy, I'm easy. I'll leave it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. lie, you're not dealing with man like that. So, at what, like, when, at what point did you end up going to jail? Like, because so, you obviously had a, a promising yeah, so, career. So, what happened was, so, I went to the private, so, this private, so it was that summer, the 016 summer. That was the changing point because it was like, man's knees deep in it. So now, although I'm working full-time, I'm trapping full-time as well. Yeah, yeah, And then I got nicked, bro. I got nicked coming out of a rave, like, um, in Vauxhall, just on a random thing, like, out of nowhere. Got nicked. I and mean, they built up this mad case around, man. So this happened in 016. I ended up going to jail to the, end, uh, like, middle of, like, 019. Oh, what's so the... Oh, wow. You said three, two years? Three years, bro. Oh, Released on a further investigation. And so they, what, were they onto you or just onto an operation yeah, that they, was you, you know, involved in? They were trying in. to build a story because it was like, to them, I look like a normal dude. I've always paid taxes. I've always yeah. been working. You know what I mean? But when they started digging deeper into it, they're like, wow, like, this guy... So the thing they came with was like, you're a very sophisticated criminal. That's what kept them pointing on me. Like, you're sophisticated. You're able to manipulate all your managers and all the people around you that work in these high-scale buildings and restaurants to buy drugs off of you. Mm. So they brought up this mad case against man. And then, yeah, ended up getting getting birded. But at the time, I had things going in my favour. So I'd gone back to work full-time. I made it to final of Young Chef of the Year, like, UK-wide, like, down to, like, the That's last cold. 10 chefs. Oh, wow. That's cold. That's like, cold. like... It was on BBC, everything like, and they didn't care. They were like, at the end of the day, just because you've got a good talent, you're still a criminal. You're still you wanted just, to make an you're, example yeah, out of you. You're just smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> and that, and, and it, do you know what? And in some points, that goes against you, innit? Because it's like, you, they all look at it as in, you know better and you're trying to manipulate me. They take it, it so was. personal, innit? Yeah, That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was like. It was like they couldn't, even, they couldn't even understand it. Like, how the fuck have you managed to cut through, shutting drugs at all these restaurants and just cutting through, like, calm. So yeah, that's that's how I ended up getting nicked. Um, but then yeah, from there went jail. But I had my plan before I went to jail. Um, I went to eat at a restaurant called The Clink in Brixton. But there's all over the place. There's one in Brixton. There's one in Manchester, Bristol, Cardiff, and where's the next one? Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, <clears throat> they're offering like the same course that man did in, in college. But uh, inmates, even pull it up, the clink. Uh, put locations, where, where are they? Ain't one nobody one. fucking with my clink. There's one in Brixton. Yeah, What's house? the one below that? It's, uh, I'm, I'm gonna click on the website. 
So what I can see right now is it looks like a what is it? The clink is a charity, yeah. Or oh, it has a charity. It has a so charity, but you know, I don't even because I don't even know they're fully open back to the public. Go to lo- does it say location? Yeah, High Down, Brixton. Uh, I even see that up on there. Style, yeah, yeah, style, yeah, yeah. And what's the one under there? So, so tell me about the clink. Yeah, so the clink. Yeah, so so bro, I kind of knew like what my pattern was gonna be. I knew cool. If I get sentenced for this, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. So I went to eat at the clink before, just to see the, the standard of cooking to know, like, raw what I wanna aim for. Went to eat at this place maybe three or four months before I went to jail. So as soon as I've got sentenced, I started banging in bare apps, bare them. Oh, my mental health. I need to go to Brixton to cook. I make final of Young Chef of the Year. Google my name. Within like two and a half weeks, mum was out of there. Got to Brixton. I mean, there's a thing called a job fair. So it's like you go there and they offer all these different like jobs like cleaning or barber or chef or painting, decorating, scaffolding, all the different type of jobs. So I just said to my man, I said, you know what, bro? I don't even want to chat too much. Google my name and you'll see what I've gone. <laughs> I respect it so highly. Within two days, bro, I had a job in the kitchen, bro. Yeah. Oh, serious? Yeah. And then I spent the majority of my time there. So... I spent like maybe altogether 18 months in Brixton. No, a bit less than that, maybe like 16 months in Brixton. Right. But, but cooking, yeah. So it was like, and I was the lead chef there, innit? Because man's actually a chef. So obviously, right. and where it's not any random person speaking to you, we can relate. Of so imagine course. you're an inmate, I'm an inmate. And I'm saying, bro, like, do it like this. Da, 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 da. We can relate because I'm not trying to just bad you up. I'm trying to advise you because it will actually make you better as a chef. And yeah, it was it was it was a serious little program because it's like eighty six percent of people that leave the clink reform don't end up back in jail, bro. Interesting. That is actually sick. I didn't even know about it. Yeah. Interesting. So an aspiration of mine is once I get to the position I want to get to, I want to target the prison system and take all these people who don't really know what they want to do, but want to get off obviously shelling drugs or whatever, 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 whatever right. you're doing, and take them on board. Right. You know what I mean? I love that, bro. I love that rehabilitation vibes as well. We yeah, bro. About you know, you see before. in the kitchen, it's just like <clears throat> as long as you're not a nonce or a rapist or that type of fuckery there, you can get a job in the kitchen, bro. So Mason Greenwood has to stay at Man United, otherwise there's no jobs in the kitchen. He's in the kitchen already, yeah. He's in the kitchen already, yeah. Oh, lord. So. so so that obviously that helped you stay away from some of the fuckery in prison and in inside and that, right? Yeah. To a degree. Yeah, here and there, innit? Like, but um So yeah, it, it was it while I was in Brixton, but remember I went Bear Jails, I went Belmarsh, I went Brixton, I went Rochester, yeah. I went Ford. Um I went to Brixton twice. Okay. So what do I did five different locations? So if you had a prison passport, your thing stamped up. Yeah, I'm yeah ready, to be. I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, to be. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. But you know, the, but the thing that benefited man was the fact that man's from Peckham. I'm in a jail in Brixton. Mm. And two, I'm the chef, bro. Mm. You're not gonna piss off the chef. That's that's the pattern. Yeah, exactly. That's the pattern. Everyone wants to eat. I, I'm the pattern. Like, you want, yeah, 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 so, yeah. So everyone's just on me. So man's just cutting through. Did you did you was like did you whip up a certain different thing for certain man on the vibe of listen don't worry brother if you give me an extra no do you know it was it was more like right like if you're the man them 
Man's gonna bring stuff back to the wing, bro. Uh, so, man's gonna season it more. Yeah, yeah. So, so man's bringing, <laughs> man, 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 you know, like seasoning is not. I can't imagine it's like. Yeah, so like in Belmarsh, you get it on tap. In Belmarsh, you can't buy seasonings off the canteen sheet. Right. You can't. It's physically impossible. So as soon as I got this job in Belmarsh, man, are on me. I'm not, man, not even talking to me before. But now you hear that I've got a job in the kitchen. Oh, brother. He's the well, plug for the seasoning. Like, yeah, bro. Man's charging man like, bro. You want seasonings? Yeah, I got that. It's, it's, that's that like gold, bro. Yeah, serious. That. Yeah, bro. bro imagine, imagine it's you crazy. can't season up your food, bro. Yes, yeah. Like, 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 like the thing that is that's most vital in your life to make you even survive. You can't even enhance that. That's how I'm a cunt. When my dad was in prison, he was talking about, oh, I can't even get Snickers. I said, you should have thought about that before you were in prison. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, seasoning. You take see when you don't when you have food that's not seasoned. You take that shit for granted. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. It's, it's a serious little thing, bro. So it's just like. I was always just cutting through in jail because man's the chef. Yeah, yeah. And on top of it, there's bare man in there from Peck, so man's just laughing. Man, do you have an argument in jail, bro? It's cut, you're really cutting argument. through. But I didn't even have an, an argument, bro. Yeah. <laughs> to argue with no even one. Specs had an argument in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like two years and a bit, bro. Man, they have one argument, bro. That man, is real nice. I need to argue with no one. Man, needs to argue with you. But I hear that. I can intellectually talk you down. Yeah, right. There's power in that as well. Do you get it? Yeah. Sometimes one of the, some of the reasons why a certain man do get there anyway is because that articulation level is just not even there anyway. Yeah, sometimes. Like, that's what it was. And you, know, it's you just get frustrated. Like sometimes you just get frustrated and you just, you know what, you just say, fuck it, bro. If you're not going to, I'm trying to explain this so, so simply. If you're not going to get it, I'm not even, I can't even have that. I'm just going to just do what I need to do. Yeah. So, so it was just like, raw like, I needed the jail experience to pattern up though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if I never would have went jail, I'd have never patterned up. I'd always been on a dodgy dealings. Mm. You know what I mean? Always like backdoor thing. Like, it's just, it was like, that jail experience really woke me up to what I wanted to do in my life. Because it gave me the kick up the ass to start doing the social media thing. Because before that, I was thinking about doing this from like 014, bro. But you didn't really want to do it because. Well, my thing is, I didn't What's your socials? Natty can cook. Put, put that on the screen quickly. I can tell why you didn't want to do it in 014 though because Bear you know, Man were not bro, really bro, on you know, it. Bro, I didn't want to look wazzy. No, no. Bear Man were And at the period in time, Man was like 19, 20. Like everyone's like, it's just like, how can I do this to a level that I want to do it and not look like a dickhead? Mm. So obviously when I'm in jail, I'm coming back to the wing after working. I'm on my match. I'm seeing everyone cooking videos, TikTok, this, that. I'm saying, bro. I can do that. I'm saying, brother, Man can do this, bro. Yeah. Man can do this, like, and on top of it, there's no black chefs, like, obviously you got Big Zoo, but I'm talking about for refinement, like, there's no mm. black young chefs doing it, bro. To be honest with you, do you know what you realise by not doing something, that's when you look like an idiot. Why did you say doing that? Doing it, because he was contemplating, sorry, he, shouldn't say that, now he was contemplating whether he should do it or not out of fear of what he would look like on social media. Yeah. But I always say to my friends, by not doing anything, you look like an Egypt to me. Yeah, 100%, I bro. Static, I'm not going to do nothing. The fear is yeah. element. The competition, all of that. Nah, man. Bro. Get in there, man. And that's what it was for me. It was more like raw. Like, I've come out of jail. I've just missed three birthdays. After pattern up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You up, spent bro. a like, sizable like, like, amount of time in jail, to be fair. You, you missed like, three birthdays, birthdays, bro. Birthdays, bro. What, so, what so, is, it's N-A-T-T-Y. Oh, I just got at the end. Yeah, so like, I knew that, right, like, this is everything or nothing for me, bro. I know that I'm not going back to shot in drugs again. Like, I'm actually a normal dude. Yeah, So it was like, right, like, how can, this is it. Like, I've got my my, my goal of where I want to get to. I mean, I just 
came out and I started doing it. I started so I started recording last February. Um, I was driving down to Luton every weekend to go and record at my brethren's house. Then from there, bro, I just started to just, I got a social media manager and she was editing and the videos come out with Chris. And yeah, they look, even just looking at the like, it's proper look, things, yeah, it just looks proper. It looks proper. So where, where, where are you doing this? This is at my, it's at my, at my family house. Okay. You know what I mean? So then like, have you, like, what are you doing at the moment? Are you, are you <clears> like... So, so right now, I'm just, I'm right now the aim is obviously I'm going to start YouTube in the next like couple weeks and whatnot. Um, then ideally the aim is to get a TV show, bro. Cold. Then once I've got a TV show... Um, is so, that an event? What's this yeah, so Yeah, so I throw events as well. So I've done two events. So I threw in a, my first event on my one a year anniversary of coming out of jail. Okay, so And that was for 80 people, 100 pound a ticket, six schools tasting menu. Cold. Then my next event- Sponsored by Ray and Nephew as well. Yeah, yeah, that was my next event. So I did a brunch for, I think it was 97 people. Um, four courses, after party, gal, everything, you know. I was, <laughs> I was When's the next one? Wait, why did I come? Wait, what? You just didn't- When's the next bro? one? I'm trying to do one on, on my year anniversary of starting making content, so April the 1st. I'm there. And I'm paying. Yeah. Don't do none of that. Yeah, of course. I'm, 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 let me just do what I want to do. Yeah? yeah but I'm yeah. coming. Yeah. Do you know what's so sick, yeah? I spoke to Natty at... Um, bro, well done, bro. Proper, like, innit? Well at done, agency. So, like, obviously, you've tapped into the thing that you're, that you're good at. And obviously, you know, we go through them periods where sometimes life can derail us a bit. You get what I'm saying? But that's not the part that necessarily has to define you for the rest of your life. Do you get what I'm saying? Bro. It's just a part, it's a chapter in the book. And also, I mean, as unfortunate as it is, it does kind of give the chapter in the book a nice little sprucey element to it. Bro, Do you get what I'm saying? Bro, bro, the story is... It's, a, it's such a character-building thing. Of course it is, bro. And you know what is? And as I say to everyone, I needed that. Yeah. I needed that to pattern up. Like, I educated myself. I did a finance and economics course while I was in there on top of cooking. Like, I needed that to really understand who I was as a person, you feel me? And done, and understand that the, the decisions that I've made that have put me in this place. Mm. And I couldn't be mad at no one. Because mm. at the end of the day, I knew what I was doing when I was picking up that pack. Yeah, strong. I hear that. You know what I mean? So all the time when I'm, so one time I'm speaking to my mum, and she's like, like, you just go with things, like you're not upset about nothing. But I said, mum, why am I gonna be upset? I can't be upset about no one else. And me being sour and depressed and whatnot, that's only gonna rub off for my cellmate. Strong. Next thing you know, he's now sour. We're both sitting in a room where there's mad tension. For, for why? Because I've just come with this this bad energy. Mm. It don't make sense, bro. Get on with your time. Educate yourself. Do things. Train, bro. And just pattern up. Strong. I was saying that like, when yeah, I was at Bay Agency, I never would have even known. Yeah, because that you, about anything, because you were just bare cool. I was with Chairman. Chairman's obviously a madman. He's just because he asked Chairman, me for Rizzo. Yeah, Chairman asked me for Rizzo. Chairman's poet's brethren. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. Because that's how we even patterned up. Because he's outside. We're outside, and he's been out. But you got Rizzo. And I saw you, I said, bro, what one act? I said, fam, you don't know me, but bro, man makes the wickedest food. Check out my thing. And yeah, I, yeah. But what it was, what I like is, I was like, yeah, cool, man, no problem. I'm always going to, when everyone does it to me, believe yeah. me, I check everyone's stuff, but yeah. it's what you said when you saw it. It's the presentation. It's all of that. It's an easy sell for me. For me to say, Natty, come here, or Natty, go and I know when you present whatever you present, the way you presented it to me, it will have the similar effect. So someone like yourself, will, like, just... Put him as much places as possible. What's you know your, what I'm saying? What's your speciality? Um, so I'm trying to do this refined Caribbean thing because I feel like that's the niche. Right. It's like bringing food that's from our culture 
and refining it. Right, okay. That's the fusion. It's just like, because there's mission star African restaurants, mission star Indian restaurants, Facts. mission star Chinese, but there's no West Indian re- There isn't one. I, I, do you know what? It's good. Like, I love, I've been to, um, to Stork a few times here, yeah, which is in May. I experience? love the fact that, I, I love the, f- yeah, Stork's good, actually. I actually enjoy Stork. I think, the guy sold their shares, isn't it? Did he? Ain't, ain't Jordan Sancho got something to do with that as well, though? I don't know. I just know the, guys. the food is actually good, though. I mean, I've, like, I actually really enjoy Stork, and I love the fact that I love the fact that you have a restaurant like that in Mayfair. It's got as a Jamaican, though, I would love to see. Huh? It's got Italian owners now, something like that. Oh, is, is it? it? Yeah. Uh, is that up. facts? Mm, I went past it yesterday and we had a little conversation. Uh right, cool. Well, but, either way, I would like to see like I'd love to see a like a Caribbean one of that there. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but like, so, so that's the aim essentially. So once, obviously, not for now because you know, it's, see the stressings of me being the head chef in my own kitchen. Hmm. It's long, bro. I won't be able to. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm keeping it a buck. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it a buck, bro. Like you have no life. Hmm. Man's obsessive as it, not obsessive, but it's just like. This is my thing. So it's like, I know how I'd be. So it's like, bro, I'm not leaving that kitchen. Mm. I'm there all day, all night, working. So it's just like, I'm not gonna be able to do anything else except that. So I wanna get a bit bigger, do whatever I'm doing, then get the restaurant. So, and then push for the whatever I'm trying to push for. That will come. Bro, that will come. I'm with Chucky though, I can't lie. A restaurant in Mayfair. Anyhow, I came out of, I don't know, the Ralph Lauren store, New Bond Street, and just turned left okay. and just saw a West Indian shop in Mayfair. You've gone. I'll be there every single day. Shout out Joyce's in Central London as well. I just, I would hundred percent be there. We, we got, we got to wrap up, yeah. Oh, sir. We got to wrap up, but I just want to just one thing quickly, yeah. See, yeah. Has there ever been a time where you flipping met a girl, or whatever? Now, obviously, told her what you do and whatnot, but she's still not really like she's still not rating the vibe and that. And then you've whipped up something and then it's moist in the brief. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. what, like, tell me that experience. Well, what? You know what is, I, can't, I haven't really cooked for that many girls, you know. Serious? I, I, and you know, what is, you know what is though? It's because for me to cook for you, I've got to be really invested within you. Okay. And you ain't, you ain't got one of them. You ain't had that. Yeah, I've got, I can count on one hand. Like, Serious? On, on granny. On my granny's, uh, I can count on one hand. Like, I don't really cook for girls because it's just like, raw. I'm actually putting my my love into this. So it means that you've got to be something special to me for me to cook for you. I hear that. Well, I'm not even a young brec- brekkie. Yeah no, yeah, no, but brekkie's different. But I mean, if I'm actually going out my way and I'm actually going to create a dish and I'm going to sit there for and you. make sure that it's, everything's coming and it's coming out like super refined, super sexy. I know that yeah, everything's yeah, I hear that. Yeah. It's just like... It's got to be a special thing you've for got you. to, You've got to, you know what I mean? So I can actually count on one hand. So I don't really cook for the girl, let me know. Do you know what you got to do, Natty? Basically, I convince myself I love this girl for yeah. a weekend yeah. and then I will do everything for her. And but then by the time Monday, she can go back to whoever she was doing. <laughs> oh well, it's called God. the girlfriend experience. I call I it the GFE. I call it the, the GFE. Weekend. Yeah, I call it the GFE. I hear that. Yeah, the girlfriend experience. You need a weekend. Just yeah, a weekend yeah, yeah. away. I mean, it's gone. I'm a great weekend. I'm a... Yeah, I I have that. <laughs> that you'll be like, wow. I'm a and great night. Like, my brother, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that. Yeah, yeah, I'm that as well. But I'm I like, I can. I want to go for dinner. I can do the proper relationship thing, but you know what? I'm definitely down for the flipping the great like the great night kind of vibe. Like tonight, I'm your hubby. Forget about everything. Everything else. else. Forget Today, everything. I'm your Forget boyfriend. Forget everything. No, 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 no. Here, what? I'm your Today, husband. No, as we're there. Today I'm your husband. Yes, yes. yes? You understand? Know we it. love each you're other. You my baby today. tonight. You to my baby. Tonight, tonight yeah? you're my baby. Come on, G. <laughs> 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 
Why? Why? Can I tell you one howler though? Go, yeah. Oh, very quickly. Howler. Sorry, one howler. One howler, and I'm gonna go. Yeah, just one howler. Tell them so. Tell them I'm sorry. I love you them. You got four minutes anyway. Four minutes, brother. Oh. This howler, it stinks. I can find it. I have to do this one. I couldn't believe this happened. Yes. Go. Everyone, every, we know how much I love Sweden, right? Go. We know how much I love Sweden. My children live there. But in 1970, they're on the biggest howler ever. North Korea ordered a thousand Volvo cars from the country, Sweden, but didn't bother sending them an invoice. These times, they still sent the cars. It is the biggest car heist to this day. North Korea stole a thousand Volvos That's from Sweden. Sweden, that howler... I know why I can't go into a shop, purchase something without paying and walk off and just carry on in my life. They done a thousand Volvos. And when was that? In the 70s? 19, it looked like Stanford Hill. This is mad. Do you know what it is? They thought they, they thought they was just good for the bread because of whatever it is that they got. They just thought, you know what? Yeah, man. Like, you lot would be good for it. I trust my These man. These man yeah, exactly. And then they said, you know what? Yeah, trust me. Yeah, they took the thing me, and then they said, <laughs> what? Then they, then they said, you know what? What? Oh, yeah, I've taken them. What? What? I've taken them. You you know what we've got with the new cli- like what 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 are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do what we've got them now just pattern up in the future in it like next time when I come there charge man and charge man on the day on the if day. not I'm gonna just I'm gonna man, do what school, I'm doing yeah. in 2023 North Korea on crud Sweden got 16 year olds talking about weather and stuff it don't it stinks but yeah that's my holiday <laughs> brother love for coming though man I well, appreciate thank it man thank good story in that as well my brother and when you do that next thing we'll pull it on uh, April the 1st April the 1st my 100% oh shit I need to say this as well yeah see um, Friday the 10th of February let me tell you something Friday the 10th of February there's nothing happening in London there's nothing but if there was a hundred thousand things happening in London, this motive I'm about to tell you would still be number one. There's nothing happening anyway, but if there's a hundred thousand things, this is the one. My diary. I am doing a party, yeah? Family. This time we've done we've done bun- a bunch throughout last year that all sold out and whatever. This time it's that Flippers. We're doing it different this year, yeah? Flippers is owned by Usher and Jimmy Alvin. It's a skating venue. Um, you don't have to skate. Skating say, is not can mandatory. Can you skate, bro? Yeah, I'm a skater. I swear on. Yeah, I'm a skater. I can't, you know, I'm big and clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, skating is not mandatory. I've got my own DJs. I've got Rachel Anson's going to be playing as well. Um, I've got a few other DJs. It's going to be sick, yeah? So, all you need to do is go to chuckyonline.co.uk for tickets and whatnot. As I said, Friday the 10th. Yeah, it's music vibes. You can, like, as I said, you don't have to skate. If you do want to, it's great. We got one minute left. You can play. Um, you can go to the bar. You can vibes. You can eat food. All of that stuff. Yeah. Chucky, before I go, go. Mason Greenwood has been included in the Premier League squad for Man United. Bye. I'm- Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 